All right, y'all. Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, in the house. That's right, y'all. I'm here. I'm back. Oh, man, I tell you, it's glad to be back. I'm telling you, I am glad to be back. It's good to be back, y'all. <laughs> man, I tell you, if it wasn't weather, it was something else. I tell you, but I'm here, and you're here with me. And that's all that matters. All right. Man, there's a lot to talk about, huh? There's a lot to talk about. I think last time we talked, man, we were, whew, it's been, it's been all, uh, what, a complete week since last time we talked? Yeah, so, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm ready to talk. Are you ready to talk? I'm sure. All right. Let's get the little particulars out of the way first. All right, so. Once again, this is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And, uh, yeah, you want to be a part of the show? Um, there's plenty of ways for you to be a part of the show, and I want you to be a part of the show. So the first way is simple. Call in. That's what you got to do. Call in. 347-838-8622. You know, just call in. You don't have to say anything. Just listen on your phone. Yeah, just listen. And in, in case you may want to say something, then you're already on the phone. Just hit number one on your keypad. Bam. Now you're in the conversation, okay? All right. Number two, you can email me at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, the, hey, you can email me throughout the show. And if you want me to say it on on, on the air, just let me know that's what you want me to do, and I have no problem handling that, okay? Hey, see, that's number two. That's the second way, all right? And the last way, which is, eh, you can join me in our chat room. Yeah, we we have a chat room, and we do have conversations there from time to time also. And it's www.com blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. You can call me, 347-838-8622. You can email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com. You can hit me up in the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com. Oh, yeah, and one more thing. Don't forget the show's website, www.ericletstalk.com. And those are all the ways you can be a part of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I'm loving that. And I want to hear from you. I sure do. Man, because it's been a while since we last had a conversation of any, about anything. I mean, wow, it has been a minute. So, yeah, we need to go on and make some things happen today, huh? But I was thinking, you know, wouldn't it be interesting to have a show? And and let's, let's sit back and think about it for a bit. <laughs> All right. And I was thinking about this just before I came on the air. And it was such as, hey, you know, we we discuss a whole lot of things on the show. You know, we discuss race, we discuss politics, um, sex, religion. I mean, if it could be talked about, we talk about it pretty much, right? And some feel that even though we have talked about all this great stuff, there's not much more that can be said about it. Now, I'm just telling you what a lot of people have been telling me. 
Now, with, with giving that some thought, just before I came on, I said, wouldn't it be interesting if we have actually said everything that can be said, done everything that can be done to make this place that we inhabit a better place? I got a plan. Let's just sit here and be quiet for the next two, two and a half hours. Yeah, let's just be quiet. If we have said everything that needs to be said, done everything we can do within our powers to make this a better place, let's just sit here and be quiet. Because apparently there is nothing more that can be done. How many of you actually believe that? I know there's some of you out there that believe that. Well, I'm not one of those individuals, okay? I'm not. And with that being said, if you want to sit there and be quiet and do nothing, that is your choice. I am not mocking you. I am not criticizing you. I'm saying that's your choice. But I would not be one of those individuals. I can't. <laughs> oh, just a little food for thought here bright and early on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, just a little, 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 little work done. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, um, so we done had the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Broncos, all you Bronco fans out there. You know, all you wagon jumpers, you know, congratulations to you too. You know, y'all, some of y'all don't know the difference, but, hey, you want to be a part of a winning team no matter what, so you will jump from here to there. Hey, I'm happy for you. You know, Peyton got his ring, so hopefully he goes off and um and uh, moves on, you know, to whatever else he's going to do. Because <laughs> uh, I'm tired of looking at him. I really am. All right. Um, so, but, but, now y'all know I wasn't going to let this go by. What's going on? What's going on with uh, Mayor Giuliano, former D, I mean, Washington, New York Mayor Rudy Giuliano? What's wrong with Rudy? Huh? Why is Rudy bothering Beyonce? Hmm. Now, I sit there and watch the, I know, I know y'all. Gonzo, Miss Talk, you kind of late. Well, yeah, I am. Of course, first time I've been on the air, so I can talk about it now. <laughs> but anyway, here's my thought on that. What was wrong with Beyonce's um um halftime show? Now y'all know, y'all know, I am not a big fan of Beyonce or Jay Z. I y'all know this. I have you know made that quite clear. I am not a big fan of either one of those individuals. You know, and if I want to, I can go on my little personal rant about her the outfit that she did have on. You know, I but I will leave that alone as well. But what I will talk about is the unnecessary barrage of negativity about her actual performance because she actually um, saluted the Black Panthers, basically. Excuse me, but this is February, right? This is supposed to be Black History Month, correct? 
that the Super Bowl just happens to fall into, right? Okay, I'm just I'm just putting some logical stuff together here, but doesn't that make sense? Just because you're in a, a, a halftime show where I would say 85 percent of the players are black, <laughs> yeah, I mean, makes sense to me. Hey, hmm. Yeah. So and I, I don't, I'm not understanding the, the the blowback from it, and but that goes to show that goes to show you how important or how objectively certain cultures look at our culture and and, and what is important to us or what should be important to us anyway. Let me put it that way. And yeah, I know some of my dad is yelling and screaming about that's right, he's right, he's right. No, he's not right. <laughs> no, in this case he's not right. Not right at all. But what can I say? Either way she you know, she did her thing and I salute her for it. You know, one of the few times I can say, Okay, yeah, Beyonce, I'm with you on this. You know, I didn't see anything wrong with her performance. Honestly, I didn't, even when she almost fell. I think I noticed that more than anything, that she almost busted behind on that stage. She played it all pretty good, though, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, and, and for, you, you ever notice how people who's been out of out, out of um, the limelight for some time always decide they want to come back with some nonsense? They just say things, just say things. Oh, um, look. Rudy, find something else to do, okay? Find something else to do. Leave Beyonce alone. Leave Black Street Month alone, okay? But just leave alone. There was nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it, you know? Then there was also the the the... the 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 uh, controversial why Cam Newton didn't die for the football. Well, if you go back and look at that that video, his body was in a very awkward position to die for anything. I don't blame. Him. I wouldn't have died for it either, especially when that 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 lineman or D lineman was right there by his leg. No, 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 no. <clears throat> and then the the locker room thing. I mean the the interview. I don't want to be sitting on no podium and having and listening to somebody else talk about how what their plan was to stop me, especially if I lost. No, 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 no. I'm not knocking him from that for that either. It's human nature, and I agree with Cam. If you can sit there and listen to that and take that gracefully, then hey, that's you. I want him. I don't want to hear it. Not right after the game. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, so those just little tidbits, you know, from the Super Bowl that I haven't had a chance to express that I thought I would express today. You know, I'm not going to say what I really thought this game was, but, you know, I have my suspicions because, you know, there were some things that didn't just look right for a regular football game. Um, but, hey, that's just my opinion, okay? Um, let's see what else we going we got going on now. 
They went and had a couple of primaries um, going in the political world. Yes, yes, yes. And on the Republican, you got Cruz, you got Trump, and you got Rubio. Yeah. And, of course, on the Democratic side, you got Hillary and you got Bernie. And what's going on on the Democrat side? How How is an old white man getting <laughs> the votes of a, uh, of young women? How is that happening when you have a woman running in the race? How is that happening? What is Bernie doing? <laughs> I don't know, but statistically, Bernie is doing very well with young white women. I mean, young women in the United States. <laughs> ah, that that that's, that 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 may not be a good thing for Hillary in in her quest to be the first female president. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, we can talk about that a little later as well if you want to. All right. Um, let's see. This is Black History Month, right? Yeah, it is Black History Month. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Let's see. What else we got going on? North Carolina. Remember uh, 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 about a year ago was, or a little bit more, we talked about uh, drug tests. They were, they were discussing the possibility of testing uh, welfare recipients, you know, drug testing them. Well, North Carolina, you know, has gone on and did that. You know, and only, what, uh, I think it was only 21, 21% of them required even being tested for drugs. And um, which, out of the, the sample number, I think it came down to like 89 people. You know, 89 people. And out of 89... But what was it? It was like 21, yeah, 21 actually tested positive for um, drugs, which came to a 0.03% of them. Hey, you know, but there's a new push going on nation nationwide and in the Senate and uh, in Congress for drug testing of welfare recipients again. Now, here's my take on that. Before, and unfortunately, unfortunately, it has already taken place in North Carolina. But here's my take. Before another private citizen has to go and pee in any one cup, get a pluck of hair pulled out or whatever, Let's take test each and every politician from the local, state, and national level. That's right. Let's test them first and see how many of them come back negative. Why? Because they got our freaking money. That's why. (laughs) They have our freaking money. We're paying their salaries which they receive for a lifetime, even after they, they quit. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Let's test them first. And if they can pass the drug test, then maybe we can bring it on down 
into the private sector and start testing the private citizens that are requesting help. Wouldn't that be just a wonderful, wonderful idea? <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> but of course, we know that's not even going to happen, right? We, we we know for a fact that will never um, go through, go through. Let's see how many of them on cocaine, how many of them uh, smoking weed in the back room, you know, on heroin. Let's see why we really can't stop the flow of drugs here in the United States of crookedness. Why not? <laughs> Fun, fun, fun. Just some thoughts. Just some thoughts. You know, I'm not... No, just thoughts. That's all they are. Just thoughts. Maybe a good idea. Just might... Just might work. Huh? (sighs) Regardless. All right, so this is Black History Month. This is February, correct? February the 12th. Um, Yeah. So... 107 years ago, founded in 1909, the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, was one of the earliest and most influential civil rights organizations in the United States. During its early years, the NAACP focused on legal strategies designed to confront the critical civil rights issues of the day. (laughs) They called for federal anti-lynching laws and coordinated a series of challenges to state-sponsored segregation in public schools, an effort that led to the landmark 1954 Supreme Court decision in Brown v. Board of Education, which declared the doctrine of separate but equal to be unconstitutional. Through other civil rights groups emerged in the 1950s and the 1960s, the NAACP retained a prominent role within the movement co-organizing the 1963 March on Washington and successfully lobbying for the legislation that resulted in the 1964 Civil Rights Act and 1965 Voting Act. Okay. Y'all good now? Y'all good with that? (laughs) Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But now, that's something we know about, right? This is just Black History Month. That's something that everybody knows about the NAACP. But how many of you know ever heard of a place called Fort Mose? How many of you heard of that? I know not many of you. And Fort Mose was the first legally sanctioned community of free slaves in what is now the United States. The fort is located on the eastern edge of the marsh, two miles north of St. Augustine, Florida. Yeah. And it was interesting, you know, um, you know, you hear a lot about the the uh, Underground Railroad with Harriet Tugman that um, led north. But before Harriet Tugman's um, um, uh, um, um, Underground Railroad, there's an Underground Railroad um, leading to Fort Mose. That's right. 
out of Carolina. That's right, headed down to St. Augustine. Florida, Fort Mose. Y'all didn't know that, did you? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's E, and it's pronounced Mose. Check it out. It's some good stuff, man. It is some good stuff. You know, that is actually one of the great untold stories there is. And um, like I said, it was the first community of ex-slaves founded in 1738 and called Gracia Rio de Santa Teresa de Mose. And they just changed it to Fort Mose. M-O-S-E. I mean, and this is where um, free slaves and, you know, escape phrase came, you know, and they had their own fort. And, you know, they they flourished. They did. They flourished here. Until, you know, of course, the English decided, you know, they, they could no longer, you know, they, they couldn't take that. The first time the English tried to take the fort, they were, <laughs> they got their behinds beat and went back to Georgia. See, of course, that's something you do not hear about in English, in, in um, your history books either. Yeah. You know, but um, it was real good. You know, it's interesting, though. You know, the free slave formed 12% of the population. You know, that was interesting. One of every five was a free person at Fort Mose in St. Augustine. You know, that's really interesting, consider where we are today. <laughs> I'm, I'm shutting up. I'm not saying any more about that. So that was your quick, 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 quick Black History Month um no, I'll be putting the, the link in the um, chat room if you want to go and um, check it out a little bit further. Man, it's, it's a whole lot of great information. Or you can go and check your PBS um, channels also. I know they had a, a little um, special on that as well. So that's all good and dandy. All right. So it's time for the song of the day. We got one for you. Um, hey. Being that it's Black History Month, why not? Let's do Michael Jackson Black and White, right? And um, we see y'all right after the song of the day. Don't y'all go nowhere. I see you. Don't go nowhere.
But y'all know, y'all know we gonna get to the main topic. Oh, don't think that I'm I'm gonna let that go by. No, 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 no. Yeah, I know. Thomas says Monday. Aren't you glad? Chin, my bad, my bad. I forgot to change that part of it, huh? <laughs> but anyway, so let me see where I have him on my phone lines. And, you know, they ready to talk. I guess I don't talk enough that they're trying to tell me. All right, area code two zero two. Welcome to the show. And who do I have? Another yeah, name. L.A. Davis is my name, and okay. uh, just wanted to make a quick comment on the Fort Mose. Uh, Fort Mose was briefly captured, but then they took it back, and uh, basically it flourished for several years, and it just is not here today because uh, the water table, this mm-hmm. is the natural means, uh, right. the sea level rose and the town sunk. All right. But, um, and there were several other black townships from New Brunswick, Canada, Nova Scotia, all the way out to Alaska. There were probably over, oof, probably close to 200 at one time. Mm-hmm. And that's in uh, continental United States, Canada. Uh, Mexico had black townships formed by ex-slaves. Um, Jamaica, on down to Brazil. I mean, actually, probably all down to Argentina. The United right. States probably has uh, today. Oklahoma's got 13 black municipalities. Uh, Mississippi has at least one. Alabama has at least one. The state of Maryland has three black townships. New Jersey's got at least one or two. Uh, and Florida, to my knowledge, has one. I know one active black municipality left. They had, might, might have more than that. But uh, or North Carolina's got at least one or two in South Carolina has one. Oh, and, uh, so anyway, they're black townships that are over 100 years old, formed by ex-slaves that are still in, in existence. Most people don't know that. So I'm glad you brought that Fort Mose up, because that, that was the very first one. Right, right, right. Exactly. You know, Which is good. I mean, you know, I, I placed the links in the chat room. If anybody want to go and, you know, look it up. And as I mentioned before, you know, um, those are just things we weren't told about. We weren't taught in school. So, you know, the information is out there now. We just have to look it up. You know, it changes your whole perspective on things in, in a roundabout way. But thank you, Mr. Davis, for that information. Um, oh, one last thing about these black townships, which is so fascinating, which we can apply to today as African-Americans, mm-hmm. is these are started once again by ex-slaves, as you mentioned. Right. But it was started, nobody had a college education. Nobody went to the government for help. They built entire townships, infrastructure, everything, with no government help, none of that. And when Black Wall Street happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street was a neighborhood within the municipality of Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was not a township, just a neighborhood. At the same time, there were at least 50 other black townships in Oklahoma, and there's never been a black township on the North American continent that has had civil unrest. No, none of them had lynchings, none of that. And Rosewood was hmm. not a black township, as depicted by John Singleton in the movie Rosewood. 
Mm-hmm. Rosewood was an integrated town built by white folks and black folks, but it was not a black township. That's my comment. All right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and I'm I'm glad you made the distinction between the township and, um, you know, um, just neighborhoods or communities in there. That's good. I, I love that. I love that. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, let me bring um, let's see, area code five six one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Area code five six one. Are you there? Elvira, are you talking oh, about me? Yes, I am, Elvira. How are you today? Mm, boy, you don't want to know. <laughs> there are things don't change with Elvira. Somebody really loves Elvira. Um, I, I, I like your uh, topic today. I love it, as a matter of fact. The, what you were talking about in the beginning, and I say, let's do it. And I wanted to know what you felt about the Bundy Ranch, Cosby, and my last but not least, I want people to check into my history. I am the granddaughter of the West Africans uh, that, that my grandfather come from West Africa, Arusha, A-R-U-S-H-A, uh, the Congo. He sold his, his tribe into slavery to the American government. They put him in Florida, North, and South Carolina. You can start out with him by looking for, Ma, for Joe and Martha Jane William Taylor in Wakula County, that's where they where they gave the land for one dollar and they put for every child. That's more black history people need to know about. Hmm. All right. All right. That sounds good. And you said you wanted to know my comments about um um you said the Bundy, Cosby and World Else? Yeah, the Bundy Ranch, you know, what happened, the constitutional people that that they shot and killed that man uh, last week. Uh-huh. Well, uh, one of my groups was part, you know, was there, you know, uh, you know, standing up for the constitutional, constitution, constitution for the Bundy Ranch. And I want to know what people think about that and that, you know, to, to we need to be more alert, more aware. But we're really losing our constitutional right. They have lost them, you ask me. We don't have any. No freedom of speech. You know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Hmm. Yeah. You know, Elvira? Mm-hmm. Did I say you hit something? <laughs> 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 oh, Lord, have mercy. All right. You you really want me to go there with you, huh? As far as yeah. constitutional rights and, and free speech. That's the way to solve it. And like you yeah. say, like Michael says, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. Yeah, well, you know, um, as far as this thing they call the Constitution, okay, <laughs> you know, um, I think it has been widely said and acknowledged by some that, you know, it was meant for a certain uh, people. Um, Absolutely. And we weren't that those people. Okay. Now, when you're talking about the, the situation at the Bundy Ranch and, and what's going on in Oregon, which they actually 
um, surrender yesterday to authorities. Um, you know, this is a battle that has been going on for some time. And, you know, it's just a land grab. And, and you know, you have ranchers out there that are saying, you know, enough of this. Now, with with this reserve, this this reserve up there in Oregon, it was interesting because it not only, how can I say it, not only the federal government was claiming this land, but so was the Native Americans. You know, saying that that was their sacred burial ground up up in that area. So now you have two groups up there claiming the same land. Amen. And just like yeah. just like in here in Florida, my my grandfather had to marry the Cherokee. Uh-huh. That's because the Cherokees in Florida was the was the I mean in um, America was the slave owner. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm West African from the Arusha, the Congo, and Cherokee. So that they they, they um you know, marry and take it from there. Well, you know, and here's here's another interesting thing about that. Let's let's just think. You know, this is it went on for a while, but you must understand this was an extension of the Bundy situation that goes back over decades. You know, <laughs> at least twenty years or so. You know, oh, yeah. now, so with the Bundys being involved in in this little scenario. And I'm gonna call it scenario up here in in Oregon. Um, so this was the this was the federal government's actual chance to not only you know claim the land that they've been trying to claim, but they can get Bundy the Bundys and, and go ahead and charge them as well, you know, for past past transgressions. So they go ahead and claim that land as well. Now, why why is this so important that they get this land? Well, there, there's a whole lot of things going on. Number one, you got to think about um, water. Only yeah, you know, you got to think about water rights and things like that. That's that's, that's beginning to be taken from from uh, people. And you know, we're not even talking about oil, oil, and you know, other natural resources that are up in those type of areas. So, yeah, that was just a, a land grab, and. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to really it's say this. It's a lot more than that. Check well, out D-E-N-K-E-N, K-E-N dot org, I mean dot com. Check that website out. Uh-huh. It has a lot to do with that, too. Mm. See, they, okay. what they're doing to, to us, to, to our air and everything uh-huh. now, they're destroying it. Mm-hmm. That place, Oregon, is six cities long. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Fresh air, clean everything there. Right. So look at it in that angle as well, uh, all of you who's listening, and think about it. Okay. All right. And you said you want to know what my thoughts were on the Cosby, on the Cosby situation? Yes. Well. I'm praying so you know. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't matter, you know. That 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 whole situation stinks to have whatever. I mean, it just stinks of just nastiness and, and revenge and. 
You know, I heard, I, heard, I heard somebody say it, and 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 once they they made this comment, I had to really think about it. But it, it, it's it's you know, it, it, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing that all these individuals come out at one time. Okay, uh, uh, this, this and, and 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 here's yeah, and here's the thing, you know, as it's beginning to well, once he 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 got his attorney, his female black attorney involved, you know, it's beginning to um, the cases against him are beginning to fall apart for some unknown reason. Now, you know, here's the interesting thing about this whole thing: whether all those cases fall against him come out to be completely false, whatever. That man's reputation is already gone. You understand what I'm saying? And I, I think that was more. I think I believe that was more of the intention than the you know they're the actually trying or uh, take him to trial or whatever. I do believe they were just trying to ruin his reputation. I really do. Yeah, and I, I accept that you know, attorney out, Gloria Aldridge. I've been knowing her since the '80s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. As as far as uh, Gloria Orridge, I mean, she has you know, she, she's well known for for you know attacking men. <laughs> period. You know, it don't matter. So yeah, but all the uh, you know the majority of the cases that are coming, you know, that have been supposedly going to trial uh, are being thrown out, um, which is you know just uh, more of a testament to the attorney that he has hired. Um, I forgot on that Miss Mosley. I think it's Mosley. Yeah, but I like her, man. She she she's on point and, and she handles business with Mr. Cosby. That's a good thing. Um, you know, um, um, you know, Camille still hasn't um, um, testified yet, and that was supposed to happen in December. No, January, January. So we we about the middle of February right now, and that still hasn't happened. So, you know, it's something going on with that as well. So, you know, we just going to have to keep keep um, checking into it and see what's going on. But I'm, I'm glad, especially when I get with Janet Dickerson, with her ugly self. Yeah, I'm glad that didn't um, go through because I just can't see that. <laughs> I, I, I really can't. You know, but I, I think in the long run, it's going to be proven that, you know, uh those cases were, you know, just set up. People paid to say this and say that, and you know, it was a conspiracy thing. That's what, that's oh, what yeah. I'm. Oh yeah. That's all of you who, who have your children in these schools. Look mm-hmm. out, Jack, because here comes jail. I mean, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Mm. Well, you know, it, you know, it, this is an interesting, children interesting time. You know, because now you have what they call the Zika virus, you know. And, and like I, I said before on this show, I think a couple of weeks ago, how do you know about something for 40 years, well, well 60 years, because it was like in the 40s when they first, you know, discovered it, and just don't have a vaccine for it? That's not logical to me. You know, you just, uh, you know about it, but you don't try and do a vaccine knowing that it causes birth defects. You know, and True. come on, I mean, does, does, is it just me or does the logic just don't go together here? 
<laughs> you know, and now you say, well, we may have a vaccine, but of course we got to have clinical trials, which clinical trials aren't set to start till next year. But you you calling it a a a, a world problem this year? That's the, 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 it. Just don't go together. It just does not go together to me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, once again, you know, it's one of those games they play to where you know you have to have the the the, the public in fear in order to control yeah. them. That's all it is. You I like to, to say two Remember? things about Cosby. Okay, go ahead. Uh, when I used to buy Cosby's books, children's uh-huh. books, for my grandchildren. Right. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, the black bookstore was not allowed to sell his books anymore. First, his son was murdered. Mm. Then mm. Cosby started saying to a young Pull up your pants, just like you're going to apply for a job. And to me, it's we. We do each other more harm than anyone else. We hurt Mm -hmm. ourselves more than anyone else hurt us. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I just want to say that. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Elvira. Um, thank you, too. You know, we, we actually do. We we really um, <laughs> do some damage to ourselves sometimes. And I don't think it's a lot of time it's not intentional. It's unintentional. But you have to understand the conditioning and, 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 and that, that we've, you know, that we've gone through as a people. You know, that we've gone through as a people. So... Uh, when you when you take it and look at it on that level, then yeah, we've done damage to ourselves. But I don't think the damage we've done to ourselves um, um, can even equate the damage that it was done to us way before that you point. Know, to, you know, I guess I look at things different because of who I am. I'm the granddaughter uh-huh. of a king that sold his tribe into slavery. So I see things different. Mm. And then what they do, what what that same tribe is doing to this day. That so we can't blame everything on somebody else, point on somebody else because we are just as as much as salt as anyone else. Take King and Malcolm for an example. Uh huh. Those were the good. Where are they? Let's say that again. Say it again. They were the good, the good. They wanted to direct our people in the right direction, and we, if uh-huh. we have followed those two, we would be going in the right direction. It, there's, there's no hate, no none of that stuff was in there. Uh, you know, I can't. I, I, I didn't finish school, and I've been being tortured for the past ten years because I guess my family have to trade me in. For whatever, mm-hmm. what, what, what happened to me that when I was in Pennsylvania? It's mm-hmm. still going on. It's still going on. I'm homeless. Mm-hmm. I'm 65. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a nightmare. And so my, my bloodline makes me see things different. Uh huh. Because that's what happened. 
And then my grandfather educated. They were placed with the Cherokee Indians because the Cherokee was also slave owners. Mm. My father, he was a, a Lakota Indian. Mm. You understand? Okay. And he wasn't. A, if my grand, if my grandfather say he could not come into that town, he better not come into that into that town. They educated their children very, 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 very well. And they mm-hmm. sent them to every state in the Union. Mm. You understand? You uh-huh. got to look it up. Study your history. You saw, most people don't even know that. The only reason I know it is because it's my blood. It's where I come from. Mm. Don't take my word. Investigate. Yeah. And then when you all start investigating that, that's when you'll get your reparations. Hmm. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank you, Elvira. Thank you. Um, hmm. Well, I tell you, we 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 we, <laughs> we didn't have some conversations about reparations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Uh, I'm not even. Um, I, I'm trying to be good today, y'all. I'm not trying to just get my blood pressure going. But yeah, reparations. You know. We know there are some farmers that have been given some money here lately, and it was just it's a nice little bit of change, but it's not what they they deserve. But it, it I mean, let me change that. It should have been more. Let me put it that way. Yes, it should have been more than what they received. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't want nobody saying Mr. Dawson ain't what they deserve. Yeah, yeah. It, it should have been more. It should have been more, okay? All right, anyway, so that's some good stuff, man, I, I tell you. Uh, you know, and I, I just love that part about my show. You know, we have so many intelligent people with so much great background. You know, you can offer information more. That's what we say. Do your own research. Do your own homework. Because you never know. You, you just never know. Like L.A. Davis, I'm telling you, man, he, he dropped some knowledge real fast, you know. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then Elvira, you know, Elvira, she's a regular, and she always got some good stuff going for us, you know, so that's that's always a great thing. All right, so let's move on here. Um, like I say, we we got that, that, that elephant in the room that I want to talk about, you know, that college professors that say Christians and, and Muslims may be worshiping the same God. Oh, man, that's going to, ooh. That's going to hurt somebody's feelings. I know it is. Um, But before we get there, let's see. Um, Let's see. <sighs> let's talk about this, 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 this Chicago officer. Yeah, this here real fast. That um has decided to sue the state of the teenager that he fatally shot. <laughs> now. You talk about a bad precedent, something that, that, that could mean some really, really, really bad uh, things to come. Oh, my, my, my. Um, the Chicago police officer who fatally shot a black 19-year-old and an unarmed bystander in December has filed a lawsuit seeking more than $10 million in damages from the teenager's estate. Okay, um, this is an unusual legal approach based on a claim that the young man's actions leading up to the gunfire were atrocious and have caused the officer extreme emotional trauma. 
The officer name is Robert Rielmo. R I A L M O. Um, this is crazy, man. How in the heck you gonna shoot somebody's child and then gonna to back up and say, okay, let me go ahead and, and sue this state because his actions were atrocious. There, there is, you know, um, <laughs> the, the, the 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 lawyer for this state said, you know, this is just. It's a new law for the Chicago Police Department. First you shoot them, then you sue them. And that's what this looks like. Um, of course, this was a counterclaim to a wrongful death case brought um, weeks, you know, by the estate of the young man. Um, and I, I think this is more or less to um, 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 get rid of the, the the suit itself against the officer or the police department. I think that's basically what this is. But, you know, this is a bad precedent. If it goes to trial, you know, and any damages are even awarded to this officer, man, that's a bad precedent right there. Just let's just think about this. You know, in the many cases of a police officer shooting young black men, you know, and even if they were found guilty, that means they can go back and, and, and sue the state of the family of the of the the, the 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 dead person. You know, this is not good. This is not good at all. The lawsuit said that Mr. Legree, who before officers were dispatched, had called nine one one and been hung up on, continued advancing toward Officer Ramo. With the bat after those two swings, at that point, the counterclaim said Officer Remember feared for his life and fired his gun from a few feet away. And here's the question. Why would a kid that called three times, 911 three times asking for police help, ever swing a bat at a cop? Really? Come on now. Why would you do that? After you called the police three times? Oh, I know. He was laying in wait for the policeman. So what happened was he called them three times because he knew they was going to send the car out there. And when the car got there, he can go ahead and start having back practice with the police officer. <laughs> Whatever. But you, did you notice the key words that were used that, that we've heard before in, in a lot of cases? Feared for his life. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I need to pay attention to those key words right there. Feared. For his life, those are key words. Even in the, in the, in the um, standalone states, those are key words. Feared for his life and fired his gun, which I don't know why it's a weapon, but anyway, from a few feet away. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And if this, you know, even gets to the point of trial, like I said, this is a very bad precedent right here. A police officer suing the state of a teenager that he's that they fatally shot, really? <laughs> but I, I think this is one of those ploys to once again, you know, just cause it to um, go away. That the actual civil suit itself to go away. Um, man, this is this is this. this, this <laughs> I, I, I let's just shake my head sometime at that the, the stupidity. Of people, um, let me bring on Wesley in. All right, Wesley, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing today? Hey, peace and blessing, uh, God, people. I'm doing all right, man. Hey, I, w- I was gonna try to listen, man, but y'all, y'all throwing you throwing some good, some good meat out here, man. And uh, 
You know, uh, there's so much stuff, man. Uh, I mean, let me go back Black to the Future, man, about the Seminole Indians. You know, that was uh, the Seminole Indian tribe was a bunch of uh, runaway free slaves, man. That's who the Seminole Indians was, bro. And uh, that fort you had was talking about it was uh, the chief was named, I think, some horse. And he was a bad dude, man. That's why any time you get a cramp, you say you get a Charlie horse in your legs, and that dude was a bad dude, man. And then he he went out to Texas too, man. And the story of Texas is smooth too, man. I mean, this whole they they don't lie so much on our on our story, man. But uh, uh, even with uh, with about that thing at the Alamo, man, that was all about slavery, man. Because Mexico was uh. The, the, the president at that time of Mexico was a, a nappy head dude like you named Guerrero. And so every time May 5th come, they celebrate Cinco de Mayo. That's in honor of that brother, man. That was that, that made slavery, slavery outlaw in 1826 in Mexico. And so uh, that's how uh, once upon a time Texas was part of Mexico. And uh, they wanted to have slavery in, in Texas. And so uh, my man uh, uh, Guerrero, along with Santa Ana, uh, uh, was fighting General Custard and them, and uh, uh, with the rest of them fools, uh, uh, David Bowie and them, and uh, and uh, Sam Houston. And uh-huh. so how they how they how they tricked uh, 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 Santa Ana? It was a uh, it was a black uh, 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 lady. Her name was, I forget her name, but she was, uh, you know, a high yellow woman. They call her, that's yeah. how you come up with it. They, they sent yeah. her to Santa Ana. You know about that, right? Yeah, I know all about it, yep. I think, and, yeah. And so that's why they, they came up with that song, The Yellow Rose of Texas, man, was about her. <laughs> but uh, but getting to this Pope, Pope Beast thing, man, uh, do you know uh, the city of Cleveland trying to charge Tamir Rice for the Amaranth ride, five hundred dollars. They trying to charge his family for that, man. Yeah, I, I've um, I, I heard that earlier today, and um, you know, uh, the mayor said that was a mistake. That should never have happened. So they're not expecting his family to actually pay that. You know, but to say, though, just to actually send send the bill to him. Period. You know, what on on thinking that nut did that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Mm-hmm. There's a case in Georgia, man, last year where it was a uh, young man and he was got out of the Air Force and so he was having mental problems, you know, from being in the Air Force or whatever that he was going through and he, he didn't have no medication or whatever. And so he was going through the apartment complex, bucket naked now, right? Nasty in his birthday suit. And you know these mm-hmm. Kobe's rolled up on that brother talking about oh, they fear for his life and killed him, shot him. But the the way God worked, that same redneck Ku Klux Klan that shot him, they, they uh what you call it the the Klan jury they indicted that off overseer man in Georgia, and so that's about the first time a, a police or Ku Klux Klan police didn't try for even all on doing something to a black person man. So the, the, the tide is shifted man. These folks, they time is up so. I, I say this to every black people, man. Don't be riding around nowhere by yourself, man. Especially women, man. Especially these, these sisters, like O'Gone and them and all them talking about they big and bad. I'm a strong black woman. Look what happened to Sandra Bland, man. It's, I, I, I see case after case where these sisters out riding by themselves 
and end up, next thing you know, they gone, they going on home to Jesus, man. I'm telling everybody black, man, don't be riding around by yourself, man. Mm. In these days and time, you know what I'm saying? It's hurting season mm. on black people, man. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, and, and yeah, yes, sir. As far as this Bill Cosby thing, man, you know the number one reason they're coming at Mr. Cosby. Okay, what is it? Five hundred million dollars, dog. That's how yeah. much cheddar Bill Cosby got, man. <laughs> That's the only reason they're coming at that old man, man. You got well, 500 million stacks, man. Yeah, well, you know, and, and it's interesting, you know, that uh, we, we're back on Cosby here. Um, it's, it's very interesting, you know, that everybody's, you know, equating this to his, his attempt to purchase NBC, which may have something to do with it. You know, but I, I think it, it's more of a, a I don't know. You know, he pissed. You know, I, I think I said this before, and and somebody else I said this about. He pissed the wrong Tiger Woods and a couple other. He pissed the wrong people off. He really did. And so, okay, let, let's let's show you exactly how how you you stand. You know, in our world. You know, not your world, but our world. You know, let's let's let us show you um, exactly. How we control what what we we want to control, and that's all it mm-hmm. is, you know. And, and mm-hmm. it's it's more about let you know. I think a lot of times there's lessons for us to be learned from watching what others go through, mm-hmm. you know, to help alleviate or, or help us not make that same mistake. But there are some of us that, regardless of what we witness or, or what we learn, we continue to go through that same cycle over and over again. And here's another prime example. You know, um, Bill, you know, he, he was doing his thing, but he pissed the wrong folk off when he tried. I, I do believe it had something to do with him attempting to buy NBC. I really do. Yeah, and plus he said something about, uh, he said something about the nation of Islam, they're good, how they clean up black men. Okay, when he said that, when he said the nation of Islam is good, how they take care and clean up black black men and turn them around, I knew they were gonna come out there, man. I knew it. As soon as he said well, that. Well, you know that 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 is a very, 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 very bad word in this country right now. Islam, you know that they have taken that word and demonized it so bad. You know that's that's like um. And I'm going to go back to something I talked about at the beginning of the show when I first came on the air. Mm-hmm. Beyonce and the Black Panthers. Yes, now, sir. let's really look at this. You know, number one, this is February. They say this is our month to celebrate our black history, right? So yes, why, are, why are people such as Rudy Giuliano or, you know, the, the Rudy, whatever his last name is, in New York, and a couple others having such a fit because she did a tribute to the Black Panthers? What is wrong with that? Number two, who who uh, classified the Black Panthers as a militant organization? It wasn't the Black Panthers themselves, now was it? No. It was who and the FBI, the United States government, that classified them as militants. So, mm-hmm. again, that goes back to the teachings that we have been taught throughout yes, our so-called education, you know, to where... We have our own people saying, well, why is she up there uh, uh, giving tribute to a militant group? No, that is not the situation. 
that never was the situation. You know, well, um, Mr. Talk, you know, you got, you still got these same uh, no growth that still sleep that's going on. This illusion of inclusion, man. I mean, it is what it is. Until they get stopped by the poor beast and get knocked upside the head, then you'll see you know, they still a no grow, man. They still they're so everybody time will come, man. You know what I'm saying? So they might as well uh, uh, get, get in where they can fit in and join the rest of the people that's woke, man. It's up to us to wake them up. Yeah, well, you know what, Wesley? You know, and, and here's an interesting point to that statement you just made. You mm-hmm. know, me and you and and people like Renee, Sister Angoni, uh, Michigan, yes, uh, um, L.A. Davis, you know, uh, 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 there's plenty of us out here that have knowledge mm-hmm. and we pass the knowledge on. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing we cannot do, we cannot wake anybody up. They have to wake themselves up. That is the difference. See, that is mm-hmm. the difference right there. Now, we can continually put the information out there for them to feed on and to continue to research and find and, and find their own way. But we can't wake mm-hmm. them up. We can't. Yeah, but see, you got to see them, the kind of no-goes, they got to find out for themselves that fire is hot and fat meat is greasy, see? Some people got to find out their own way. So we just put the information out. <laughs> they, they, they got to find out their own way. That fat meat greasy, man. <laughs> Man. So finally, I just say, brother, 
either you go and protest, or either you just dumb and stupid and ignorant, and you can't see the uh, see see behind the curtain and the wizard of Oz, man. And so when I said that, I, when uh, I said that, I hear the nerve. I made him with that with that buffoonery, man. And, and but you you right, Mister Talk, man. It's just some of these logos, man. They're gonna be left behind, man. They're gonna be left dog on behind, man. And they, that's on them. That's on them. All we can do is do how information come to me. I don't yeah. accept it. I, I I don't reject it. I just let it marinate. And if it's true, God gonna show you the answer to any situation, to anything, any kind of information. That is It's really a great time to be alive, man. Because uh, with the, with the internet now, and, and you can do research on any subject, man. That's why anybody that's, that's stupid now, this ain't this ain't uh. 1916 or 1960, man. You can find our information just about on anything now, man. <laughs> hey, without a doubt, it's out there. It's out there. It's up. You know, but we've been made, you know, we've been made so, uh, how can I say, it, it, lazy. We, we're just lazy. Let's go and put it out like that. We're just lazy. We don't want to pick up and read anything. We'd rather it be given to us or shown to us. You know, and, and whoever does that, well, then that's what we take as fact. You know, so and so said it, that it must be true, especially if it's on uh, of the lighter persuasion, you know. Yeah, I agree. Because, so, see, what I do is, I, if somebody, if the, uh, the white folks are putting somebody black in front of me and they start saying good things about him and a hero, I check that out. And then if they put somebody in front of me, like they put Farrakhan out in front of everybody talking about how bad he is, blah, blah, blah. I do research on that, and it always be the opposite, man. I respect yeah. anybody that come in front of you now, man. Anybody that come in front of you bumping their gun, you can do almost a black ground check on anybody now, man. <laughs> on anyone. You're right. On lot of dotty, on lot of dotty, anybody come in your face, man. Especially when they put something, like you said, with Bill Cosby. They built his, him up. And so, you know, if the devil build them up, the devil can tear you down. And so, as you nobody should never try to get too big and start smelling themselves, especially when the white folks are going to beat you up. Look at Oprah. The Oprah walking on the eggshell. The only reason they like Oprah, you know why? Because she was just like the mammy on the plantation. She make them white folks feel good. All right? The minute she should really say something about, about, about uh, uh, liberation of her people, believe me. They're going to start telling just like my man O.J. O.J. did not kill the, uh, those two people, man. Okay? They, they, and then but what makes me so mad about O.J., even though he got uh, quitted, what happened? Every black man in America be catching hell now. Okay? With just no massive violence stuff. If you look at a woman real crazy, they want to put you charges on you because of O.J., man. We always suffering because of the more... They're like, uh, what they do name that's the president of the United States? I told everybody, uh, the minute that young man put that hand in the Bible and say, so help me, God, every black person below him when going start catching hell, including him. <laughs> and, and for real, man. And he ended up being just like Nelson Mandela was, all style and no suffering. But I'm hoping that he stand up on his last day and, and just sign a whole pardon for everybody. Like he did them turkeys every Thanksgiving, just write everybody off. Your record clean. That's when you should go out the door like that, man. If you go out the door like that, for every American, not just all black people, but for every American 
that's got a record over seven years and you ain't been doing nothing in seven years but trying to make it and you ain't been no club in seven years, everybody's record should be part, man. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, we know that's not going to happen, Wesley. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know his no. last year, man. No, no, no. He, no. he already, uh, he, I, he already let, what's the name of Sasala Secure? Tupac, uh, Uncle, uh, yeah. uh, uh, he, uh-huh. he done him too, man. He out today, too. You know that? He out today. Yeah, they done pardon him, man. They didn't let him go. Oh, okay. Really? Well, what about? Yes, sir. Okay. okay. All right. All right. We, we, you know what? I, <laughs> I'm trying to. I, you trying to get me started, Wesley. I'm not messing with you. Uh. <laughs> Come on with it. Come on with it, bro. You, 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 you be on once a week, man. Tommy, you be on Monday and uh, Friday, man. We'll have Monday. Well, you know, sometimes between weather and and, and uh, medical stuff, well, Wesley, sometimes I can't make it. Okay. I just can't make it sometimes, and I try and make it though. I really do. Um, um, you know, Asada Shakur, who's um, uh, um, in Cuba, who who's in Cuba. You know, I, now if he pardons her, then maybe he'll get my. Attention. No, it's two. It's two. It's two people, man. It's two of them. One of them, the woman, and there's another yeah. man named. Uh, right. Yeah, it's right. two, two of them. Yeah, yeah, but she's in Cuba. That's where she went to. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. and that's where she has stayed. You know, so and, and that's why I found it interesting. And all of a sudden, you know, we want to have relationships with Cuba. So does that mean that the, the federal government is now going to go over there and try and pursue her? You know, for the so-called murder of those two troopers when, you know, that was not the case. But, uh, you know, so, you know, that has yet to be seen. You know, that that has been kind of quiet as well as far as the Cuba thing, you know. So that, you know, because a lot of Cubans weren't happy about that either. You know, they were not happy about that at all. So it's interesting to see where that, you know, that dynamic, where is it going to go? You know, um. If you see, if you're looking at what they're doing in, in Oregon, you know, if they stay on and kill their own, you know what they'll do to us if they if they think we're wrong. I mean, we have, um, <laughs> how can we put it? We have witnessed that already. So, you right. know, that's see, very, uh, very, uh, huh? Uh, all this stuff, all this stuff going on now about this constitutional right. They going uh-huh. after the dog. They want these white folks to try to surrender their liberties, man. They already got the black people in check. All this stuff going on is good for the white folks to get surrendered, man. That's what this is about, man. We all we got to do is be cool and stay with ourselves, pay attention, don't get no argument. This all about white these damn white uh, government going against their own people, man. That's what it's about. Same thing with this dog on. Uh, remember Ebola came out and yeah. they quarantined and they quarantined that white lady. Remember that? Yeah. That's that's what it's about. These white folks losing their rights, man. Okay, them the ones that they, this government going at, and these all rich corporations going at. They ain't going at us, really. They already got us in check, man. All right, we just like chess, man. The white king and already got the black king in checkmate right now, man. They going after their own folks right now, man. That's that's why they shit what happened in Oregon, man. They over there fighting in Oregon over some land they don't already stole, right? And you saw uh. <laughs> Yeah, they fighting over other folks' stuff, man. Did you see the last guy that they uh they locked up yesterday in Oregon? Did you hear the uh, 
the dog on nine one one tape with him talking to some lady. Oh. I didn't hear it. Uh, no, I didn't hear it. What did he say? It's funny, man. When he got ready to pick him up, telling him to come on, I think they had some woman talking to him. I don't know if his mama or his woman. And you know the last, what he say he wanted, man? What? He what said he wanted some marijuana to smoke. That's all he wanted. <laughs> 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 That's what I had to God, man. That's what they had on television, man. That was wow. his record, man. Wow. <laughs> you wanted some weed, huh? Okay. That's what he said, man. That's what he said. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, the, the question is, did they give it to him? See? <laughs> I don't know. They probably did, man. They probably yeah. did. You know how they take they take care of their folk, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Believe me, they take right. care of their folk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you know, we got, what, five minutes, uh, and then I'm going to hit the, the big, big, Big topic I want to talk about, you know, this mu- okay. this woman saying that Muslim and Christians um worship the same God. I got to talk about that today. I didn't put that off long enough. Um, but here's something interesting. House bill requires women to sign up for the draft. You know, we've had this conversation up team number of times on the show. And That's I right. guess um yeah, there's actually a um a bill that has was introduced last Thursday because I actually watched them introduce it. And, you know, basically what it's saying, women from ages 18 to 26, just like the guys, got to sign up for the selective services, um, um, uh, selective service, um, you know, thing for the draft in case there's a draft. And I think it's, this is long overdue. It really is. Now, their, their you know, their um, reasoning for doing it now says since um, combat roles have been opened up to um, females, now they see no reason to. Um, you know, limit them from signing up. But I think it, this is, is well overdue, and it should have been done. So women from 18 to 26, y'all better get ready and start going to the um, post office and signing that little form. You know, I don't know if it's still a form. I know when I signed up, it was like a postcard, but that was years, years, years ago. So I don't know, but y'all might as well get ready and start signing up. I think it's overdue myself. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. I did, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe somebody's listening. But um, you know, that's what it is there. Um, let's see what else we got going on. Um, uh, of course, we know the disaster that's going on in Flint, Michigan. And you know what's what's interesting about Flint, Michigan? Why are they even fighting about how much money is gonna, you know, they're gonna allocate to fix it? Just go and fix it. You know, right now it's beyond the point of how much it's gonna cost me. You know, you should be just just fix it. You understand what I'm saying? Now the governor, yes, he's, he's he's asking for money, but no, you didn't ask for any money when you went and changed the water source to that city. No, just like you went ahead and thought it was a good idea just to do it, you just go ahead and do it now and fix them pipes. You know, fix that water supply. This this is ridiculous. You know, and I'm thinking about this, and I'm steady looking and listening, and, you know, how much water, just think, bottled water, bottled water to cook with, to bathe with, you know, and, you know, really, let's be honest, unless they have family, you know, in other counties or whatever, because I don't know how, how Michigan is set up, but, you know, those folk aren't really bathing correctly, am I, I mean, let's be honest, they're not. If you can't bathe in the water, you can't cook in the water, can't drink the water, 
you know, and, and them little bottles of water they give you, or jugs, you know, that only goes so far. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know you hit the hot spots, as we used to say in the military, but come on now. You got babies and things like that. So I don't know what the issue is in Flint, Michigan, with the governor, what have you, and the mayor, but they need to get their act together and just fix it. That that, that should be the that should be the only thing that should be coming out of their mouth. Just fix it. <laughs> you know, I agree, man. I, I agree. Look at that. They on the they they right there on the largest aquifer on the doggone uh, on the, in the in the world, basically close to it, or at least on the northern hemisphere. Yeah, the largest aquifer, man. And for them people that have polluted water like that, man, that's a doggone shame. And then you got people like Nestle and all them, and all these rich people like T-Bone Pickens and all them. They buying up all the water rights, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You know, I, I was reading an um, article a couple of months ago about the same thing going on in California where um, this company went in and bought up all these rights so they have um, access to a certain river so they can, you know, bottle their water. And, 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 you know, that's another one of the biggest scams that's going on, bottled water. You know, this water is really not too much different from the water come out your tap if you got clean pipes, really. You know, they just put it in a bottle. If you get a filter, a real good filter, it's the same water. It really is, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, you get these individuals on television. Oh, you got to drink this type of water because this is the best water to drink. Why? It's coming from the same source your tap water is coming from. They just put it mm-hmm. in the bottle, put their name on it, and tell you it's better than what you drinking. Really? And you know I what mean, I found out? I found out that uh, uh, the people that's bottling the water, like nesting them. They uh-huh. draining that dog, one of them lakes up there, and selling the water to China, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they putting that water in big balloons and floating it behind barges and sending that water over to China, man. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. They sure and then are. I read an article. I read an article about uh, all these foods and stuff over here that's being shipped over to China for them to process it. And, and then I saw this read this one article. Like for the Super Bowl, that people love chicken wings. Chinese were sending rats or uh, chopped up like chicken wings, man. Uh, they found a whole million pounds of that, man, in California, man. Number of rat meat coming to America for the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> you know what? That's not surprising. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know what? I'm laughing right now, but really, that's not surprising. You got to consider where you get it from. You know, <laughs> you got to, <laughs> you got to consider where they where it's coming from. Okay, yeah. you know, yeah. Chinese man, yeah. Yeah. Chinese you anything, man. Yeah, what's good, JC? How you doing, man? <laughs> All right, um, let's see, real fast here before. Yeah, I got a few minutes. Okay, there's a um um um. <laughs> um, FBI arresting nearly all the top officials of Crystal City, Texas. Now, you know, and I'm an advocate of your local, local politicians and things like that, right? But man, this one city here in Texas, their whole city council except for one guy got arrested by the FBI for bribes, um, illegal gambling. <laughs> I mean, you know, they were just doing some wild stuff in this city. And, and you know that, and, and the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm reading this or letting you know about this because this goes to show if this can go on on your local level, 
your local level. Just imagine what the crooks up there in Washington, D.C. is doing who don't have any term limits, you know, who have access to all the, the lobbyists and all that. You know, wow. Crystal City was $2 million in debt and facing bankruptcy. And this is not a big city. You know, this is basically a little town. You know, and the whole city council itself for one guy. One guy. That was it. A city of about 7,500 people. That's it. 7,500 people. And, you know, they can get away with all that nonsense. Good Lord. Anyway. Anyway. JC, that's not my equipment. That's your cheap phone you're listening to. Fix your phone, JC. <laughs> he must got one of my bottle phones in, huh? <laughs> yeah, see, JC be showing up every now and then, want to give me a hard time, so I got to give him a hard time back. But I love JC, though. You know, he. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so let's get on here. It's, I got uh, 30 minutes here after the hour, so let's get here. Um, There's a Wheaton um, college professor, and um, her name is Lacia Hawkins, L A R Y C I A. And. Um, She's a Christian teacher at a facility, um, Wheaton, like I said, Wheaton College. Uh, she's a political science professor. And her and the college have decided to part ways. And here's why. Uh, Wheaton, she was placed on administrative leave on December 15th after, after she published a Facebook post suggesting that Christians and Muslims worship the same God. The statement set off a wave of controversy across the country amid larger debates about the role of Muslims in America. I stand by my concerns that Dr. Hawkins' theology statements raised important questions, um, Jones wrote. Um, The caller said at the time that her comments raised significant theological questions and requested the professor provide a theological statement. Faculty are required to sign a statement of faith which some felt Hawkins could not affirm after making her comments. Several um, faculty raised questions about the college's process during the controversy, which um, noted uh, this guy noted in his um, campus-wide email. Um, after Ms. Hawkins issued her theological statement, Jones requested further clarification, and upon request, she declined to continue the conversation, telling the Post, I don't want to be subjected to a theological inquisition. Jones then issued a notice of termination for cause, which he has now revoked. Um, regardless, anyway, the bottom line is they they they, they, um, they decided to go ahead and, and part ways, and you know she she went on about her business, but she did raise a very it, it, okay. Now, let me go on and put it this way: to raise, I mean, in my my opinion, and I I can't say further, but my opinion alone, she raises a very Valid point, and I've I've had this conversation with my family, which are full of ministers, and I've had this same conversation with them over and over and over again. And but you know what the, the, the you know what the, the the craziest part about this whole story is now in Christianity. See, here's here's something that's interesting. You know, you're taught to you, you're supposed to be forgiving. You're supposed to you know welcome others. But let me look. Um, some of the leading, so-called leading um, Christian evangelist Franklin Graham um, said they were offended. They were offended by what she said. 
you know, this great theologian, oh, Marislav Volf. You know, why are you offended? You know, everybody has, you know, a, a right to their opinion. But why are you offended? You make somebody change what they got to say? See, the, and the underlying debate that took place among evangelicals was complex, centered on how the Christian belief in a tribe. You know, they believe in the God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost. Differs from the God of Islam and Judaism. Okay? Um, of course, you know, like I said, I, I believe, you know, man, this is my belief, that it's, the, you know, some of the terminology is different, but I believe it's that, you know, everybody worships the same God. Now, hold on before y'all go to jumping on me and what have you. You know, um, I mentioned a statement of faith, you know, which a lot of these individuals have to, you know, write whatever. You know, they have to give a statement of faith. And, and I don't think it is to say what they believe in and, and, and what, you know, what they believe in. And, uh, you know, you know, such as there is one true God is central, eternally existing in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, each of which possesses equally all the attributes of a deity and the characteristics of personality. Jesus Christ is God, the living word, who became flesh through his miraculous conception by the Holy Spirit and his virgin birth. Hence, he is perfect deity and true humanity united in one person forever, so forth and so on. So that's what, uh, uh, you know, some of the stuff that's in a statement of faith, okay? If you want me to read more, I will. But you can look it up online like I did if you really want to. But, you know, now, I, I, I know some of y'all say, well, Mr. Talk, you got to give us some examples of why you think that it's the same God. You know, well, here it is. But let me go back for a moment. You know, and I've heard the argument Christianity was forced on us by our slave masters or what have you and so forth and so on. Okay, you know, and, and I, I've given that a, a lot of thought, and I can say, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I can see that, I can see that, you know, so, you know, that's a, say, 95% probability, yeah, I can see that, I can see that, but if that's the case, and, and, and if we go back to the, the beginning of time, and, uh, uh, well, all life has begun. So now we're we're speaking Africa, right? That's what we're talking about. Um, then we have to look. If if that's the case, then um, Africa. And I'm just I'm just troubleshooting here. If Africa Christian, and we know Islam was heavy over then. Over there, then, well, then should most of it be uh, Muslim then? But can we really say that is a true statement as well? Because we really don't know, do we? Do we? But the question is that comes comes to mind then is so what was our worshiping? Do we worship? We worship um, our ancestors, you know, um, which, okay, I can go for that, too. I can go for that, too. Uh, which is, but is the right word to say worship? Okay, we can say we pray to our ancestors. We can say we pray to things that we believed in. 
but then th- that 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 dynamic comes all the way back full circle to to the uh, original question: What, who, when, where? I mean, am I the only one who thinking is thinking like this? Or I understand the Christianity thing. I understand that. Now, don't get me wrong, but. I think when you really get to digging into this thing, you have to wonder, though, if Christianity was not it, and we supposedly come from a region where we know Islam was a major religion, and if that is not the case, then but. I'll let y'all work that out. You know, I know somebody's going to hit me in the head with it in a minute. But anyway, let me go and show you why I'm, I, I truly believe that, you know, regardless of, you know, what people say and how they do it, I do believe Islam um, and Christianity basically is, you know, worship the same God. They just use different terminology. Um, you know, people forget that Catholics are Christians. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, you forget that part. Catholics are Christians. Um, let's see, Mormons. Oh no, Mormons. I guess they're Mormons. I don't know whether Mormons considered a Christian or not. I don't know. That's a good one there. But we'll figure that one out together, I guess. Um, <laughs> if somebody got some help, you know, you can let me know. All right. So anyway. Let's go to um, a couple of um, scripture in both the the, the 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 Bible and the Quran, which I, I found very interesting. Because I know somebody like Michigan be like, "Give me proof, Mister Talk. Give me proof," and I got your proof. <laughs> um, they were spiritual talk. Okay, JC says um, our ancestors were spiritual. You know what, and, and JC, you need to come on and get on the line. You know, I heard a politician the other day. He was campaigning on television. He was like, "I'm conservative, and I will vote conservative." And you know, the first thing came out of my mind is, "What is voting conservative?" What is voting conservative? So, with that in mind, I'm about to ask this same question. On this level here, what is spiritual? You know, yeah, I, I, I'm putting this question out there because I think that I think that's a a, a a term that is used quite often now. That is a term that you know is popular with a lot of the young young um, people, and. Uh, I want to know, well, what is this spiritual? You know, that's like, I would vote conservative. I would vote spiritual. Okay. So, okay. You vote spiritual. What does that mean? What does that mean? Okay, so we we can get that. Okay, so, I see you, JC, and I see you, Triple Ones. I see y'all with your hands up. I'm going to get to you in a minute, okay? We got time. We ain't going nowhere. Um. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all, we got 20 minutes left in, um, before we go into overtime. So if you're listening and you want to hear this, because we're going to get into it real good. Now, 
Um, 347-838-8622. Let me get on these phone, this, this, this phone lines. All right. Um, let's see. Um, here it is. Out of the Bible. Um, Exodus 20th chapter, third, I mean, yeah, 20th chapter, third verse, I guess. Uh, part of the um, Ten Commandments. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Out of the Quran, 17.22, do not associate another deity with God. Same thing, just different words. Um, Quran 22.24, do not use God's name in your oath as an excuse to prevent you from dealing justly. Okay, um, Exodus 20 and 7. Yeah. 20 and 7 says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Um, 13 out of the Bible, Thou shalt not kill. Quran seventeen thirty three, And do not take any human's life that God will be sacred other than in the pursuit of justice. Yeah. <laughs> Thou shalt not commit adultery. You shall not commit adultery. Surely it is a shameful deed and an evil way. And that's out of the Quran. So you can see the similarity in the two. Can't you see that? So if that is the case, can't there be an argument made that the possibility is there that it is the same person, just called different names? And told by a different story. Well, that's all I'm saying. But okay, let me open up these phone lines right here. All right, I got JC right here on the line with me, and I got Triple One. Um, who do I have here, Triple One? Maze. Maze, I knew it was you, Maze. You can't resist this kind of conversation. Well, welcome to the show, and I'm glad to have both of you on. And um, we're going to let um, ladies first, all right? Oh, he's cool. Oh, you want JC to go first? Okay. All right, JC. No, let's, well, let her go first. Show, that's, that's okay, JC. Yeah, I just want to hear what you got to say. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Okay, well, actually, you know, hey, okay, first of all, what's up, Mage? What's up, uh, Mr. Talk? What's going on? And don't forget Wesley. He on the line, too. And he busy oh, right now. Oh, what's up, Wesley? Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, uh, and you know what? Let me let me uh-huh. say this first of all. Man, uh-huh. you, your website and your times and stuff, you got to start letting your followers know what you're doing because I'm Man. going looking for you. I can't even find your site. I don't know when you come on anymore. It's just by chance I happen to call JC? it. JC, JC, what? what? The website has been up and it has been functional. Um, you just go and look and the data tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the data's on there today is that I'll be on the air today. You know, some things I can't have is that the not in my control, JC, okay? Some things are not well, in my okay. control. Okay? okay, and I try as much as I can. Now, if okay, you want to know, okay, now, okay, let me put this out here like this, JC. Okay, for those who want to know whether I'm doing a show, which is Monday or Friday, you know, I do shows Monday and Friday, you can always email me and ask. All right, Cuz does it all the time. He emailed me, are you doing a show today? I, yeah, I'm doing a show today, and he knows I'm doing a show. I tell you, oh, you okay. can email me. Okay, Ericblesstalk@gmail.com. Okay, well, we okay, well put 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 that up there in the chat room for me real quick. Your time and put your your it's, your it's website up in there so I have it. Okay, 
Okay. It's at the top. Now, it's at the top, JC. Scroll back up to the top. It's there. You know, but I go don't ahead. like you, but anyway, let me go ahead and talk. <laughs> about okay. You know, <laughs> spirit. You know, spiritual. Is, wait a minute. Hold know, on. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, JC. Hold on for a minute. Okay. Hold on real okay. fast. Let me bring Renee into the conversation real fast too, so she already held her, her mic open as well. Okay. Go ahead. Continue on. Okay, anyway, uh, <laughs> spiritual, basically, you know, it's just when you have a connection, you know, with a, with a higher being or something higher, you know, that's for all of us. You know, everybody can take this Christianity, they say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. You know, what? Well, that's so lightly used these days. It's not like, you know, when people say I'm spiritual. If people say I'm Christian, and then the next thing you know, they're doing uh, breaking every commandment and everything um, there is around. You know, so spiritual is having a connection with the self or higher being, you know. And, and it, it's not to say that God isn't there, but I, I, I don't think he determined a Christian or a Muslim or anything else. It's just that you have to have a spiritual connection with something that with something higher than yourself. That's my take on that one. Okay. Well, thank you for that. All right, May. And God bless the draft, too, because I'm glad those women getting ready to get what they deserve anyway. Okay. <laughs> I know you could resist that, could you? All right, go ahead, May. <laughs> well, 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 when I when I hear people saying the spiritual, I think they get confused with the Bible. The Bible has nothing to do with the spirit that you have within you. Because everybody don't have that spirit. It's get something to touch them off to make them feel it. Uh-huh. Because you see they read the Bible all day long, nobody give you nothing. But it's mm. the, the things that you went through and you've seen things that, that, that you could feel. That's what I call mm. spiritual. And then people that carry the Bible call themselves Christian. And also with that thing about the draft, the young people say they won't go. So they're going to mom la li, and we won't have to see nobody going. Okay. Yeah. No, be women that one. not trying to go. Women or men. Well, you know what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you. They're they going to get they pregnant. Go. That's what they're going to no, well, they're not just not gonna go. Uh, they'd rather go to jail. Uh, uh, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Something big gonna pop off, and they're gonna be feeling all patriotic like before, and all I'm gonna join. I want to hear that they ain't gonna go. The only people who ain't gonna go are the politicians' children, and that's because why? Because they got the money to send them somewhere else, so they won't have to. Okay. Anyway, so let Renee get her let Renee get her um, comments in. Renee, are you there? <laughs> Yes, I'm here. Okay. I am sorry. I was on the other line in the comments, so I haven't heard nothing y'all said. So somebody else can go, and I'll listen. Unless you <laughs> okay, I'll go. Then. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. Okay. The thing with the draft. Okay. Now that's something that these hey, equality is coming around. Now the the chickens are coming home to roost. Okay. The feminists fought for all this good stuff, and now they're gonna get exactly what they want. Only, they're not doing it for them because, as you and I know, Mr. Talk, and anyone else who has been in the military, the military is comprised mostly of African Americans. Mm-hmm. We know that, that except, for in the, except for maybe in the Air Force. But everywhere else, the other branches, African Americans. So basically you have these, the white feminists up there saying, hey, they want equal rights and stuff. But back there in the back of their mind, guess what? Somehow, some way, their kids aren't going. And as far as women as a whole, okay, they, it's easy for them to get out of that now. All they have to do is just go get pregnant. 
you're going to see more babies left and right than anything. Now, watch. Mm. Well. Nobody can support them. Well, well let's talk. Uh, yes, about this military thing, man. You know this country got all kind of military weapons where they don't have to use no human being to go fight no other country, man. They got all kinds of secret weapons, man, that they can take out anybody without uh, uh, nobody. You won't even know it. I mean, that's how I see it. They got these weaponry, man. It's all population control, man. They'll start a wall. They know you black people going to go. They want to get rid of y'all black folk. So they trick y'all going over there, fighting a rich man wall, shooting up some old black people on the other side of the world like they did Gaddafi. And it's all trickster, man. You know what I mean? And then I'm you got. You know, I, hear story after, I hear story after story where people come back from the military and then they be stopped waving man. You know, I read a story the other day about these two or three sisters that go to the military, come back over here, and then they go kill up all their children in the house, man. And you got men doing the same thing, man. It's all trickster. Yeah. As far as this religion thing, it's all. Uh, you, it's all based on karma anyway, man. And I, I look at it this way: all the Jews, Christians, and the Muslims celebrating the same God, man. And once man realizes that what you put out is coming back, and uh, just like the Ten Commandments, and, and, and it's all come out of Egypt anyway. I bet Sister Goma could explain the, the forty-two laws mm-hmm. of my art. That right there is, is the stop basically on the Ten Commandments right there. Them forty-two laws. Of my art. Hmm. Um, Mr. Tom, who, who's going to be sending these people to fight anyway? What you mean? Who's going to be sending? George Bush, Barack, <laughs> uh, Barack Bush. It's flame. Uh, what you, What you mean? Who's going to be sending these folk to to fight? Yeah, who's starting war? Who's going to be the one to start the war? Uh, Congress. Well, well. Yeah, Congress. I mean, uh, you, you, already, already at war. The president is already sending more troops into Afghanistan to, to fight the Taliban in a region with no, the Taliban. Stuff, man. And, and, and actually, actually, you know what they fight over no, the poppy fields. The Taliban so they fields back. Yeah, well, this is about the poppy fields right now, though. The poppy fields, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Taliban want them fields back in this certain province, and. Um, so, you know, they've been launching attacks. Now, see, for someone who's never been into the Middle East and been a part of this little scrummage that is going on, you know, been going on for decades, you know, it, it's a funny, it's funny because usually during the wintertime, uh, you know, um, the, 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 you know, Arabs or, or the Taliban, whatever, they kind of scale back on the attacks. Well, this year, it hasn't been so. You know they've been they've been full front. You know we coming and we don't care what time of year it is. So it, it kind of has caught the United States government off guard because it, it's one of those things where you know we weren't used to seeing that because we know you know this around the religious time of the year, so they kind of scale back. But Taliban like no, we want these poppy fields, um, and we coming back to take them. You know we don't let y'all have them long enough. Now it's time for us to come back and get them. And so now the president is finna send some more soldiers over into um, Afghanistan. Now, once again, you know, to keep it from saying that we're sending more troops over there to fight, (laughs) how do you put it? Um, They're over there to train, okay? Once again, they're trainers, but 
they are allowed to defend themselves. Excuse me, if you're attacking, I'm shooting back. That's called combat. I don't care what the heck you want to call it, you know, when you're in the war zone. So he can say what they can say what they want to, but that that's what's going on. I'm amazed. Right hey, now. Mr. Talk, I got a question. I got a question, man. If the, if the young people hey, Hold on for a minute, Wesley. Go ahead, go. Mace. If they don't go, which they say they're not uh-huh. going to volunteer, yeah. uh-huh. like the people before them, what are they yeah. going to do? They can't fight a war without somebody to go. I mean, they can't fight people without somebody well, to go fight with. Mace, and so Mace, the young people don't have to. It's all you know, kinds of ways. Mace, like I said before, you know, that that is the cry right now. But I'm telling you, if, if it come down to uh, having to do another 9-11 or what have you to get patriotic individuals up and round up in this country, they have no problem doing that, Maze. But it'll be you know, because, uh, yeah, listen, listen, that was the same thing. That was the same Maze. No, 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 let me tell you, Maze. That was the same Maze. No, you can't. Listen, that was the same That was the same way people felt before 9-11. Whatever, and we ain't doing this, you know. And Roman had fallen in military. Nobody was really trying to go in the military. Nine Eleven happened. Look, nine eleven happened, and all of a sudden, you okay? I forgot. You live in that. You live in that world in Ohio where nothing really happens. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) But I'm not the one who's volunteering to go because the ones that came back messed up now. That messed up and can't get nothing for going to be messed up now. What makes you think somebody's gonna volunteer and go fight? I just told you. I just told you the dynamic right then, then, Mays. But okay. Um. Yeah. I just told you. I just told you. Look, I watched. I watched a um a program on 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 um, PBS. Wednesday night, Wednesday night, because I bowled last night. So it was Wednesday night. Where do you know? And we've talked about the um, COINTELPRO, you know, on the show quite often. But do you know that they have worked it up to where they can limit what you remember? No. So I mean, you know, and, and it's interesting because they only thing they do is give you a, a little. It's, I forgot the name of this medicine they were using. It just cuts off the memory right there. So whatever you were fearful of five minutes ago, once they give you this shot and you reintroduce to that situation, man, you have no problem with it. So, you know, Maze, trust me, it's a reason why they're pushing vaccinations. It's a reason why, you know, they're, 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 they're uh, you know, um, 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 doing a lot of things they're doing. You know, Can, can I but, say something? Go ahead, JC. Go ahead. Okay. Let me let me put it this way. Okay, Maze. I know you say uh, the young people aren't gonna go and this, that, or other, but you better believe that the government has a way of dealing with all of that. I'm gonna give you I a simple it, situation. I said I didn't go to jail like Ali did. No, no. That's what no, I hear him uh-uh. say. No, I'm hearing no. them. I'm not going by this what. This is a simple. This is a simple thing that the government will do, and, and I'm gonna help you understand this. Okay. Once these people sign up and they put their name, okay, in that registration, okay, the government can go to these high schools, no matter what, law enforcement can't do anything. They can lock that school down. They can tell everybody, basically, the teacher's principal, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have these people go in there. I want you to bring them in this auditorium at this time. Let all these other people go. At this time, we're going to be outside with some buses and armed MPs. And we're going to put these people on that bus and 
guess what? If they don't go, it doesn't matter because they already registered. If something starts, they are automatic a soldier. They will beat them in the head and put them on a the bus, and guess what? Ain't nothing no one can do about it. And they have plenty they, of weight. Well, they rebel, but Mr. Charles, Mr. Charles, look here. Well, can you, well, can I, I want to know. Uh, <laughs> hold on, Wesley. Like, hold on. Don't have to jump on the bandwagon because somebody say you should, it should be done. Do they have to jump on that bandwagon? Because sometimes <laughs> if you refuse the bandwagon, sometimes you'll change it, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna change it, Mace. Okay. All right. I mean, that sounds good in principle. Mace, Mace, that sounds good in principle. But we, uh, you know, this government has shown that they don't work on principle. Okay, mm-hmm. right. not at all. They never have and they never will. Once, okay, once, that's if you never join, if you never join, you don't have to worry about the principal. Well, see, that's what you fell to realize. I mean, there, there won't be a choice. <laughs> there won't be a choice. Well, Ali had a choice. Why can't they have the same choice? That was different. That was different. Well, no different than it was no, then. Ali, Ali was a nationally, a world, world known person. They still okay? hate him today, he, boy. He, you know what? He had, you know what, he, look, people decided, you know what, we're going to make a lot of money off this guy, okay? White people also, they knew that, okay? They had something to gain, okay? They don't have too much to gain, nothing but more land and more area when they just grabbed the, um, these Japanese and they put them in there. Ali was different. He had something to offer. He had talent and he had, a, he had talent and money. Mm-hmm. And he had a skill that everybody liked, and they know oh, okay. he make money. It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey yeah. Mr. Charles. Now, why yeah. are you so? Ha- I mean, you say you're happy that a draft is coming. For what reason? Who me? Yeah, I'm, I I'm happy. Say- I'm happy that the draft is here. I said that. Earlier. I said I'm happy that it's here. Well, well hold on. Now. Here. Wait a minute. Wait. Stop. 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 Because I think we, we're heading the wrong direction here. There is not a draft. Okay. I this know is like not. it's just like the young. I hear you, Wesley. I'm gonna get you in. All right. This is just like young men when they turn 18 years old. You have to go and sign up with the selective services just in case there is a draft. Okay. There you go. That right. is the law. <laughs> that that is the law. And so and and you know why am I happy? Because from and I've said this quite often. I think it has been unfair for a long time for just the young men to do it when you know the women should do it too. You know they want equal rights. Let's make it equal across the board. Then you sign up just like the guys do. You know now they want to be in combat roles in the military. No problem. So this this um, lawmaker say okay fine. Since that is the case now, then let's go on and make sure they sign up. Eighteen to twenty six, they sign up for the selective service um, also. Just in case there is a oh, so, so the women been signing up voluntarily and without without having to go to fill that piece of paper out at the post office. Yeah, exactly. Not that much. Yeah. Yep. Okay. They sure okay. have. So you know, don't say it's not there. And, and you know, uh, statistics will show after immediately after nine eleven, you know, the, the the enrollment as far as the services just jumped off the charts. You know, that's they offered them a lot of bonuses, too. Yeah, that's why I say. Don't say that it can't be done and what they won't do. Because it, 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 it trust me, it can be done. And they do not have, they will not hesitate at doing whatever it takes to get them in there. 
If the like like Jason yeah. say, if they force you and you don't beat you across the head, that's what's gonna happen. That's the purpose of you signing that piece of paper. Now you yeah. don't have to sign it. Now let's be honest, you mate. I'm just saying you don't have to sign it, but you're gonna pay. But you won't when you're going to get a license or what have you. It's gonna show yeah. up. So you're gonna to have to do something. Job See, also. The They're going to take their chances, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. All right, go ahead, Wesley. I know you've been waiting patiently, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, look here, man. I, see, I I try to use everything so we were logical, right? I, uh-huh. I know we at war, black people at war. So what I do is I take what my enemy, what my enemy do to me and use it against them, i.e., you see, uh, all these skinheads and Ku Klux Klan, and what they do, they go to the military and come back and, and be ready to rumble in case something jump off, right? So why in the hell don't you know girls that go to the military and go learn how to fight and, and use all kind of uh, weaponry, come back over here and start defending ourselves against these devil policemen and anybody else, man? You got to this here, we at war. It's like martial arts, man. You take what your I, enemy gives you and use it against them, man. That's the only thing I'm, I, I like about the military. But to these y'all, these Negroes, they go over there to fight, come back over here and know and start fighting for their own self. Then they're a bunch of punk towers, man. Every one of them. Can I? Can I what say about something the ones, real quick? What about the ones that didn't go? What about the ones that didn't ever go into the military and they not fight? Well, you well, I'm every day. Every day I'm standing up and fight. Okay, every day. I, and I damn if I go to the military, I'm just like Ali. Damn, America. I'm just like Reverend White. You know Reverend Wright? Reverend Wright say, be, God damn America. So I would have right 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 to that one. Can I respond to him? Go ahead. Go ahead, Stacey. Go ahead. Okay, let me respond to that. I know he made that comment just now. Why don't these people come back? You know, these soldiers that go get trained and come back, and why don't, you know, he. He, he basically said that they're all cowards or whatever. They should come back and they just start killing the police left and right. Now, I don't think that's fair to say, and, and Mays did make a statement, well, what about the people that don't go? And then the gentleman said, well, I'm always fighting this and other. So if, if he think about it, we could use the reverse on him prior service and say, okay, well, he was a coward because he didn't even go pick up a weapon. So you don't know what I got. You know what kind of weapons I got, man. See, now, now you overstepping your line. But no, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish, please, sir. Okay. Now, as far as what you're talking about, your weapons and this, that, and the other, that's fine and dandy. But one thing you have to understand that I stated in in the beginning. Okay. You might see the skinheads and doing all this training, this and the other. And again, most of the military have always been made up most of the time of African-Americans, okay? Because when we do come back, we don't tell anybody that we have weapons. That would be stupid. Why would we? We are capable of defending ourselves. I don't see. Look here, look here, bro. Look here. Let me. Okay. Let me give you a scenario. Okay. Let me give you a scenario. Okay. If you look ahead. at last year, let me, I'm going to throw this out here, and then you can talk all you want, all right? You remember what happened in South Carolina when that fool walked up in that church and nobody, you remember the deacon of defense back in the day, man? I don't know how old you are, but it used to be something called the deacons of defense. That's what I'm talking about, defense, man. I ain't talking about going star, okay. man. I'm okay. saying okay. when something jump off, you be ready to roll. That's what I'm talking about, okay. man. Now, and I understand about the deacons of defense and what they did. They went around, okay, and they basically 
protected their area. They said, hey, if the clans come in here, this is what we're going to do. They come out with guns, okay, we're going to use ours too. I already understand the history. I'm, I'm, I'm not ignorant to that. Okay, now as far as what that person did in South Carolina, what in the world has that got to do with the person that has been in the military compared to people who have sense enough to go out there and go to these ranges and get practice and get um, concealed carry? Those civilians have that right to do that. Did anyone in that church that was a civilian have a weapon? No, because guess what? They chose not to go and get their license, okay? And what will happen? Look what happened to them. That's why you got to be ready, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's why you right, got to be you, ready. But, what you, said, but, you, just, but you made a statement. You said that the soldiers that go over, they come back, and they are cowards because they're not doing anything. But yet, how come the people that do not go into com- combat and, and are here, why is it that they don't do anything when we're gone? So that doesn't make any sense. What you talking sense. about, man? Every day, look at bro. Every day you you see some some people shooting police, man. It was a police but guy you, killed you, in Atlanta yesterday, I, man. I understand that. Okay. But you're you're, so you're what deflecting you what I'm is, saying. Listen, you're deflect, deflecting what I'm saying. Okay, you I'm going away. Truth, and, man. No, I'm I understand you. You you're telling me something that happens every day. Okay, and and I'm talking about. I'm trying to give you a comparison. Okay, and you're talking about something that happened. I'm well, your comparison you don't have no merit, man. Every okay. time you throw something okay. out there, I'm giving you an example, bro. No, I'm giving no, you an example. Not, no. Everything you throw out there, See, I'm giving you an example, man. Not, you, you know what? You're, you're talking a lot because Go you're ahead, not man. Go ahead. You talk. You talk, okay. man. You talk. I listen. Okay, thank you. Now, here's an example. I'm going to make this real elementary for you, okay? If you have soldiers that go over and they're in combat, Okay, and they are not over here in the state. And then you have a church full of men and women that are able to go and get licensed for concealed carry or open carry, but they do not. Do you consider those civilians cowards? Yes or no? Yes, I do, man. Anybody, the God, look here. Okay, we, so we, let's I'm, go, okay. Let me okay. you, you okay. answer your question, okay. so, All right, can I, I, I answer your question? You, but I'm, just, I'm trying yeah. to give you the end answer. Now, I give you, you won't let me answer the question, man. You throw a question out there and won't let nobody respond, man. You know what? No, that's not it. All right. You're good at reflecting right. because on. you get loud. Hold now, on. because hold you on. just made that. Hold on. Hold on, I'm JC. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because y'all going back and forth. And, and, and y'all going back and forth. Okay, JC, I mean, not JC. Uh, Wesley, I understand what you're saying, bro. I really do. But you have, mm-hmm. to understand, you have to understand the mentality that we're dealing with here in this country. Okay? Now, and I'm going to put it just as plainly as I can, okay? It's simple. You see a white man with a pistol on his hip, he's a concerned citizen carrying a, 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 a concealed weapon, okay? That's no problem. You see a black man with a weapon on his hip, what is he? He's automatically a militant. Prime example, let's take the um, the Panthers the Panthers in, in, in Oakland. When they first came out, they weren't trying to hurt. They were just defending their own, own neighborhoods. You know, they had um, daycare. They were feeding their neighborhood, you know, providing jobs and things like that. Who do, who, who gave them the label of militant? It wasn't the people in the neighborhood, was it? No, no. it was the government. And let's think now, 
and they had military-type weapons. And some of the brothers, you know, they had a little Vietnam behind them, so, you know, they knew what was going on. But you but and you fast forward to today's world, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. We 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 witness that on a daily basis. It hasn't changed. So, in other words, why am I going? Another prime example: these individuals out there in Oregon, that thing lasted forty days. Forty days, okay, forty days. You get a man barricade, a black man barricade up. But look, he walking in the street, walking down the street, away from the cop, and he gets shot 16 times. He don't have anything in his hand. Come on, Wesley. We got to be smart yeah. in the system we're dealing with. That's right. That's I agree, saying. man. That, I agree. That's what I'm saying, man. We got to deal with them wisely. Like the book said, you got to be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. I just told you, yeah. uh, it's but all Marshall, Marshall. You got to know how to do this, man. That's what I'm trying to explain to y'all, man. But see, but see, I mean, but see, uh, Wesley, that's what I'm trying to tell you, though. You know, so, yeah. so even though it may not seem like that is not happening, sometimes you have to hide your hand until it's time to strike. You know, I agree. You know I agree. You know, so, I agree. You know, everything. You know, I'm walking around here. I'm, I'm nice and calm. Ain't nothing going on. But when it's time to do that's you right. in, it's time to do you in, and it, it's starting. You know, I'm that's not going to do it, man. And nothing like that. Yes, Mays, I hear you. Go ahead, Mays. Um, since they wanted to make, the, like, the Black Panthers are such villain, I mean, uh, bad people, why do they always, I mean, if, I guess if you don't understand and know about them, I guess that's why you would think that they are uh, yeah, exactly. bad people. But they don't never discuss the things that they did and how the community was together with them more so than they was with anything else. Well, see, Mays, you, you know, you know about propaganda. Hold on, hold on, Wesley, hold on. Hold on, Wesley. Uh, Mays and, and Wesley has a, a good a propaganda, you know, but I'm going to put it in a simple way. You know, what's a, what's an easier way to, to sway um, the way people think about something that's good? But put a negative light on it. <laughs> Just put a negative light on it. So if, if, you're, constantly, if you're constantly teaching that they were a, 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 a militant group, you know, and, and Every time you see them, they show a picture with a beret and a weapon in your hand. That's what you are going to associate the Black Panthers with as mm-hmm. a military group. Because anytime you have the condition to, to, to um, relate a weapon with military, with you know military militia, you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a conditioning thing. And, but yeah. see, that's why that's why we have to teach our own. You know, you cannot believe everything that you are told of what you read. Do your research, man. Look it up. Look it up. You see some people don't research. They just, I mean. Well, did people be like you? Be gullible I mean, and fall for the okey man. Learning. Some are learning, huh? and then they get, up, they get upset when somebody bring a part of something good into the light, and they don't want it to be, then they bash it and try to break it down. Well, you know, man, that, that goes back. Hold on, Wesley. That, you know, man, uh, that goes uh, back. That goes back to um, what um, I was telling Wesley earlier in the show when he said we have to wake people up. You know, and I was telling him we can't wake people up. You can only continue to put information out there. You know, um, say well, do your research, whatever. But we cannot wake anybody up. You have to wake yourself up until those individuals realize what's going on and wake up themselves. Then. There's really nothing you can do for them. You understand but, what I'm saying? But see, yeah, and, and that's like that's like that's like doing this show. 
because sometimes I get frustrated. I'm not gonna lie, I get frustrated. Like, man, why am I doing nothing? You know, then I get some positive feedback from somebody. I say, hey, man, I really enjoyed that show that day. You know, and I be like, oh, okay. You know, that's one person I reach. But just think, if I reach one, then they go and reach one. Then they go right. and you understand the chain that's beginning to happen. Then, mm-hmm. you know, so so you know, you have to kind of look at it like that. You know, it, it's a it's a um uh um. A reward kind of, you know, reward fail well, type of thing. Yeah, because yeah. Sometimes, when you, sometimes when you're talking to people and they they can give you a little bit of history that you never heard before, it's like the Head Start program. You wouldn't think the black the Panthers started the Head Start program. You think it was something somebody else created, and now they wanted they wanted to destroy it. It was yeah, a good course. thing for little kids. Yeah, that's why you can't believe you can't believe you can't believe you how it got started or how it got started. Unless you're sitting around and you're having a conversation with somebody that was there and then turning around and make it seem like somebody else did it. It's just like the movies that you see. you got the writers, but the writers are not the people that's directing it. All right. Well, don't y'all see how the propaganda machine works, man. And they're not putting the truth in it. But you got to know the difference when you see it. You know, that's, that's like the food stamps and welfare. You know, that was never started for people of color. That was started for the, the oh. white housewives that stayed home during the war. That's what that yeah. was for. And the jail wasn't right. started for people. And the jail wasn't started for people of color either. Yeah, most people think they were, but they were not. Oh, <laughs> so you know, you just <laughs> you know, but see, see, you know, and that's the dynamic, Maze. See, that's the dynamic that we have to change. Yeah. You know, that's the you know if if. Only thing you worry about is what you see today on, on, on whatever you you deal with, whatever source of media you're dealing with. Then that's the only thing you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the only thing you know. You know, it takes people like me, Wesley, you, Renee, JC, East Coast, you know, Michigan, to pass this knowledge on to the younger generations or the, the, the generations coming up so they will understand that how they have been bamboozled, how things mm-hmm. are not as 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 bleak or as bad as, as they're led to believe in today's world. You know, mm-hmm. in order to understand that, you have to understand you're part of, the part of history. But if you're not being taught that, you will never know. So you just continuously go with the, the okie doke and pass that from generation to generation. And then once again, you're back in the dark, being because led by saying, the nerds. Huh? Because when the people were watching the Super Bowl, what Beyonce did, it was like she made an X and she put a fist. I'm like, what's so fearful about a fist and an X? Nobody well, told me yet. I mean, y'all saw that Confederate Beyonce. flag. I mean, y'all yeah. saw that Confederate flag on that Super Bowl when they brought the flags out there. Okay, huh? I didn't see. But, but but let me put this. Let me say this about Beyonce. Like I said at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not speaking of Beyonce. No, no, I'm not. They weren't speaking. I, I'm gonna get to that, Mace. I'm gonna get to that. Uh, and and you know, I'm not. I, you know, y'all know me. I'm not a big fan. But you know, number one, I didn't see anything wrong with it because, um, according to what they tell us, this month mm-hmm. is Black History Month, isn't it? So why right. wouldn't she come out and do a salute to the Black Panthers? It is Black History, right. but that is Black History. But you, see, but, but, but you see, but you see how how they changed the dynamic just that fast. Yeah. You see how they changed it, and, and I mean, 
you know, that's a prime example of how they've been doing it over history, over time. Just that quick. Yep. You know? Yep. You know what, Miss Paul? I was so busy looking at them hams and yams on Beyonce and them wrestling. You, you missed the I wasn't thinking about no Black Panther thing, man. I was thinking about this dog, them yams and mm-hmm. hams and groceries out there popping. Look, but see, that's uh, what uh, they, you know what? That's what, uh, you know, that was. But hold on for a minute, JC. Hold on, hold on, hold on for a minute, JC. Hold on for a minute. Hold on, real fast. All right. You know what, though? And you know what, uh, Wesley? You know the interesting part about that last statement you just made? Yes, sir. Most black black people didn't even pay that little attention either. The people who said about it were the white folk. That's and, right. you know, I agree. They the ones who watch other, this stuff. Like and that. the other one that she did, mm-hmm. they met, they were right. upset really about the first one that she did, and not what she did at the Super Bowl. It was before she before the Super Bowl, the one that she did when she was singing my Helen Jackson song with all them black men reaching up and saying that they were tired and weary, and they didn't like that part. But they did, you need to see that one. That's the one they really didn't like. But they took it out on the Black Panther part with it. Oh, okay. She had clothes on with but, but go ahead, JC. Go ahead. Okay, I mean, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I like my history and I love my people, you know, regardless. You know, I really do. But Beyonce is nothing, and I don't have nothing against the lady personally. She's going to do what she do because she's just an entertainer. She's an entertainer. That, that's what her and, and Jay, Jay-Z and that's do. That's her job. But, but their, their, their boss is the CEO of UMG, okay? So... Beyonce didn't come out there with, with the intentions of supporting no Black History Month. That's not for Beyonce to do. Beyonce didn't design uh, those uh, outfits. Beyonce have trainers for everything. Beyonce have marketing um, people to market her. She's just money, something to market. So, therefore, when she came out there, okay, and one of the things I, I had an uh, issue with was, okay, all of a sudden, the sisters came out there with these afros on, okay, fake afros. But yet, when they up there dancing and stuff, they got to have this weave in their hair, okay? I, 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 I think that's kind of insulting. But, they want, but, but on the Black reason, History, doing, let me finish, on Black History Month, come out and they can pretend that they love their natural afro hair, okay? But then... The reason why she was talking her, about the nappy hair because they were talking about her nappy hair. She came out out there, okay, and she didn't have on the air pro. So that tells me more. She still had on that nasty stinking weed. Okay. Another thing. Okay. Another uh-huh. thing. Another thing that was another thing that was insulting. Okay, is that when I go back and I look at the images of the um, Black Panthers and the sisters and brothers out there, all I see is strength. Okay. I didn't even look at the Super Bowl. I just went and looked at those images on Google. So when I went and looked at those images of her and those other little things that they had out there, guess what? I'm used to seeing thick females and all that. It don't excite me none. It don't do nothing for me because right. that's right. an everyday mess, you know. Right. Little kids get excited over there. Boys get over excited over there. Hmm. Men, men who have experienced men that have experienced that and understand the workings of a female, they don't go all out and get excited because there's no need to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, my brother, my brother. Can I say something? Black Panther sisters did 
I finish? Can I say something Period. about when you always talking about weave and nasty weaving and stuff? Now they have this weave that they put on me and hair. I mean, they they put the weave on with some glue and they glue it all around I the head. I was thinking a point about what they did. So, Jason, what are you talking about that? Don't deflect. Yeah, I was making a point of what she did. Hey, 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 hey look here. I, I agree with my brother, man. You know what? How many of y'all love these HBCUs, the, uh, the black schools? You look at their cheerleaders, man. Every one of them got that doggone weaves in their head. I agree with my brother, man. I'm not talking HBCU. about the weaves. I'm talking about the men. Well, men, they got weaves, too. Well, we're right. talking about women, man. Oh, we're talking about women. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Now, let, let let me go to clarify this, all right? Um yes, I I've 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 mentioned that on the show quite often, um, both J C and, and Wesley, especially about the, the um HBCU, you know, their dancer, yeah. Mays, you know, I've seen that and I think that's just about as disgusting even more so than <laughs> it is putting on a woman, okay? So I thought y'all like a ball headed man. Regardless, regardless, I'm gonna hate it. I, 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 I it's just regard. It's nasty, okay? And, and yeah, you know, it's, it's unnatural. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh-huh. But but I want JC to point have said that. Since I have said that, I heard Renee getting here somewhere, so I know she's probably ready to to, to give some opinions on some things. So Renee, are you on the phone? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was um. Yeah, I was just gonna say about the Beyonce thing. I think it it, it says a lot about the dire state that we're in. The fact that um, everybody is taking—I mean—they have such strong opinions about what essentially boils down to this commercialized, quote unquote, tribute during Black History Month to the Black Panthers, and like. Black people are, a lot of black folk are like, oh, this makes such a huge statement and this really is supposed to symbolize something. No, it's not. It was commercialized. It's it's something that, you know, it's going to blow over or whatever. I think um, it also, this shows what I call integrationist Negroes. It shows integrationist Negroes just where you stand with white people because you see that white people could not even take somebody putting up a black power fist. They can't even take that little performance that was done there. They are calling it racist. They're calling it prejudice. They are ready to boycott this woman. They are up in arms about it. They are saying she's anti-police and all of these sorts of things. And so for all the black people who think we have somehow transcended um such heavy racism and that we, we've progressed and all of that. No, we haven't. And these type of things on a, on a major scale, it, it only illuminates that so much more. So we need to understand, like I try to remind people, white people in general, I know we hear this thing about not all white people are bad and all that, and that goes without saying, but white people in general do not want black liberation. They do not want black equality. They can't even take a freaking Super Bowl performance. They can't take a black power fist. They can't take her talking about an afro. I mean, let's be real, black people. So we got to wake up the same thing when they called into question the um, um, affirmative action, all of these different sorts of things. We have to read the writing on the wall that's been there forever. We want to keep ignoring it. But that's all I want to say. All right. Thank you, Renee. 
Okay, real quick comment. Real, real, real quick comment. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and, and as I stated before, okay, uh, I have no problem with her holding up the fist or whatever. Okay, it, 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 I'm not agreeing with white people or anything or taking that side. To tell you, I don't like them. Okay, and I think people probably already know that about me. I just don't. I don't trust them. The second thing is, again, okay, for her to come out there, those females in that tight, nasty, yeast-infecting outfits that they had on, okay, putting on afros, and our sisters back then didn't have no big, huge afros looking all weird yes, like that did. anyway, okay? Now, I'm talking about wearing that beret. They did not. Not the Black yes, Panther so sisters. Go, you need to go back go and look at your pictures. No. Look at what they had at the Super Bowl and look at the original Black Panther sisters. It was not like that because when I saw that, I went and looked again. Maze, I looked again. It wasn't like that. Okay, the Black Panther sisters would never be out there acting like hoes. I ain't asked you that. You said they didn't have afros. Okay, now I'm telling you, I ain't saying you ask me anything. I'm just telling you what I saw and what I, my comparison was. But I don't have no problem with that. I, I don't have a problem with because uh, if you hate something, you're going to dislike it anyway, and you're not going to give nothing good to say about it. I, That's I, said I, I, hate, I said I hate white people, too. That's fine. Oh, well. I don't really and care. You, it, it, does, you, it doesn't matter, man. If you man. hate women, you do the same thing. I mean, you no, don't I don't hate women. women. I'm well, telling you, no, it was a disgrace how she come out there on Black History Month with that long, unnatural weave. A woman's head is supposed to be her crown. Okay, they wear other people's crowns. Some of them don't wear none at all. That's, a, that's supposed to be her glory. But she wear other people's glory. Okay, mm-hmm. speak on that. How long is Beyonce hair? Do we know? As I said, a Have woman's glory it? is supposed to be her hair. They a wear other glo- women's a lot of hair. Glory is, a lot of them glory is their hair, and it's down their back, but they still rather have that other hair on their head. There is somebody else's glory. You, I keep saying that. That's what you don't how know. Simple, that's what you how don't know about women. Do, <laughs> how, simple, how simple do I have to mar- make this? They are wearing someone else's I, glory. Do you get that? Can I say something to that, please? And, look, this is the thing, right? I understand what you're saying. I understand. And I and I agree. I don't like the fact that she had on this blonde weave and all this stuff. Why you, why you didn't have an afro on? But, okay, and I understand the whole concept of the weave and a lot of black men just like weave, right? But one of the problems is this is something that runs deeper than that. It's okay. The problem is it runs deeper, and then on another level it doesn't. Okay. When I say it runs deeper, this is something that has been perpetuated in our community forever. The idea of good hair, uh, the idea of nappy hair, the idea that um, the more like white your hair is, the better quality it is. Right? That runs deep in our whole community, right? Now, on the flip side of that, when I say sometimes I think some black men take it too far, and I feel like sometimes I'll use it as an excuse in order to demean black women. I'm not saying you, so please don't go up and say, oh, I'm saying some people, okay? Use it as an excuse to demean black women, to further say something insulting to black women, you bring up the whole weed thing, okay? I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Sometimes 
black women just like to switch up styles. Sometimes it's simply on fashion. It's not, I hate myself. I hate that I'm black. I hate, no. Sometimes it is a fashion thing. Sometimes it is a different look for this day or that day, right? Sometimes it's not as deep. It doesn't always want a self-hatred thing. You wearing another woman's crown. It's just sometimes you want to do something different. That's it. So sometimes we read deeper into that, and I feel like that's something that you can hammer on black women about and what can really be said about it. And the other thing is this. I feel like more brothers should love black women. Love them into being natural. We know that the natural hair movement is huge, right? So why aren't there more black men coming out in support of that? Instead, you constantly hear the dogging out about weeds. Don't dog out the weeds. Glorify the natural hair. Glorify the women, the tons of women. Do you know how much the relaxer sales have dropped drastically? Because black women are not nearly relaxing their hair. It's no way near the, the, uh, the amount that used to happen. So let's celebrate that. And they did it because of what reason? And you know what? They were shown that what that chemical was doing to their hair, it was messing up a whole lot of things. And And when they they did the movie on it, they never knew what was doing to them, and they just dumped it. They saved more money, and they do a Mm -hmm. whole lot of things by going natural. And some of them don't even have no hair on their head because they don't want none on their head because they don't want no glory. And and you don't like all the women either, do you? And, and Renee, what's this I, about I, I, all these I, women I, cutting their hair off? You know, what's this about I, these okay, women cutting their hair off? Where we off, man? It's a style Renee, that they want to I agree. I'm not disagreeing with what Renee is saying, and and I don't want her to think that I hate black women because I love black women no matter what. Okay, the only issue it is is kind of it, it's it, it, it's not a, a it's not something that I use to bash black women. It's just when I think about that stuff going in their hair, okay? And I've seen I've seen um, uh, doctors come on um, and show where it causes some kind of cancer or something on their skull that's black. When I see that, that that oh. bothers. Me. When I see when I see when I see them put that stuff on, it reminds me of it reminds me of these guys in Britain and George Washington who get these different style wigs and put on their hair. Okay, that's what that reminds me of. And when I think of that, I say, you know what? I said that, you know, I understand. You, you, you know, talking too long, man. Put a period on it. I understand what being closure is. I understand what you're saying, Renee, as far as women want to have different uh, styles and so on and so on. I understand that, okay? But what's wrong with taking the time to style yourself? There's no such thing as never really having enough time. If you don't have enough time within 24 hours a day, you know, to sit down, take the time to style your hair, then there's something wrong there. Well, let me help you out, J.C., with this. Some women wear hats, some wear wigs, some wear the natural hair, some wear no hair. And if that's the way the sisters want to do it, I have nothing against whichever one want to do it that way. If she want to look like somebody one day and look like somebody else the other day, she knows who she is. But she can wear her hat, her wig, and her weave, and her regular hair. Right. She's not crazy. Let's look at this scientifically. Let me look at this scientifically. My brother, let me speak for a minute, man. I'm going to be short and sweet, okay? I know how to make a sentence fast. When you put all that stuff in your hair, you block out the natural sunlight 
coming from the greatest God above to get to your pioneers and help you think clearly. When you put all that weed and all the chemicals on your head, you cannot think clear. Now, this is Do my you know problem. Anything about the this is my hair. problem with, with that. This is my problem with, not with what necessarily what you just said, sir, but this is my problem with some black men on this issue as well. All right. Now, a friend of mine did, uh, she did a, um, or like a little thing, like research, basically, or whatever, experiment, okay, on this. She's a hairdresser. She did two sisters' hair. One um one time she did it with weed, long weed down their back and all of that good stuff, right? And they went out to the club, you know, dressing a certain way, looking a certain way, going to the club, all right? Then uh, about two weeks later or maybe a month later, she did their hair natural. She took all the weave out and everything. They had natural styles. They wore the same, excuse me, same type of clothing, went to the same club. On which night did you think they got so many more men when they had the weave in their hair or when they had natural hairstyle? I got the answer. When they I had know, the weave. Well, well number one, you said they went to the club, but they went to the library and just talked to the No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me finish, though. So when they had the weave in their hair, that's when man, man after man after man after man, black men, trying to get with them, right? When they had the natural hair, they had far less black men who approached them. Now, this is the thing that gets me, right? Now, all of a sudden, you have all of these black men up in arms about weave. When one of the things is y'all helped to perpetuate it. Y'all wanted with black women to have their hair in a certain way. Y'all liked the white woman's hair, how her hair was like this and like that. And so what happened is you had a lot of black men, excuse me, hold on. You had a lot of black men going outside of the race. Black women felt like, okay, I got to compete with these white women too. A lot of these black men are going outside the race. And not only that, we can all reflect back to when we were young. And I'm an 80s baby. Hold on, excuse me. Let me finish, please. I'm an 80s baby. And I can remember growing up and people, you know, if you had, if you didn't have a relaxer in your hair or you didn't have, who was saying something? Mostly the boys, mostly black boys. They oh, were talk so bad about Renee. some of those girls that did not have their hair fresh. That's because they, they did not have their hair fresh. Let me tell you an example. Let me finish, please. Excuse Renee. me. Let me finish, please. Well, I know they what you're going to say. So you saying the black boys. Go ahead, finish. Me. We'll take you a long time. Go they, ahead. Excuse me. They would talk so bad about those girls. Oh, look, you got BB beads. You got naps in the back. All of that kind of stuff, right? Ma'am, so that's what I like BB Excuse me. What gets it's me is I understand. I understand. I understand uh, that it's conditioning, okay? So that's what I'm saying. Is don't act brand new now. Like right, you don't right. understand you that. Black, excuse me. I'm going to show you one example here, okay? See, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. So don't act brand new now and act like you don't know that when black girls had their hair pressed and stuff, people were, oh, your hair's so pretty. Oh, you look so pretty. And that even yeah. the boys liked it. So don't talk about now. Okay, okay. Let me show you. Let me like show you black women just created this by themselves. Okay, let me let show me you an example. Renee, I'm going to give you all an example. I'm going to give you all a perfect example. No, no, no. Let me tell Renee yeah. something first. Uh, Renee, they were complaining about women hair. Now, they used to put light in their hair to straighten their hair. Like Jane Brown used to have these little crusty up hairdo. And you probably didn't yeah. know the problem when you don't have no hair. Exactly. Hair. Let me give you all an example, man. Look at this example. I know this sister that was on Facebook, and she had a picture of uh, how she looked in the world. Nobody, uh, nobody wouldn't say nothing to her or nothing. But she put on, like, the hot G, what the Muslims wear, 
and every man was trying to holler at her, okay? Because she put on the whole headdress of what they call the Muslims. She covered herself up, and she yeah, got I'm more compliments. She got more compliments <laughs> than if she yeah, was walking yeah. around in the white man world. That's who I am, too. And, and let, uh, me, let, me, let me say, okay, Mr. Talk, real quick, okay? I'm not okay, knocking, I'm not knocking black women. I've never said, I, I've never d- dated anybody with weed. I, I really never really used to pay it any attention because I really didn't care, but I never was attracted to anyone with that long stuff because it reminded me of white women. See, I'm the opposite. I, I, I as a black man, didn't, didn't ask these women to do that. I never chased them. They don't look that good to me when they have that stuff in their hair. I'm just saying me personally. So I'm not in that group of those men who, who wanted women to have long hair, nothing like that. No, I, I, I can't stand that stuff. I don't like white women hair. I don't like white women. It, it, when I see a black woman with that in that hair, it reminds me of a white woman. So, therefore, what I'm saying is that during the time that you're talking about, Renee, okay, when I was in school, I never did that with young, young women. All men didn't do that. And the reason right. you have some men coming out talking about that stuff, those are the main men, Renee, that never dated those type of women. Those but are JC, the ones you hear. Little that you know, white women got never had to. I, oh, know, that too. I know they do. Uh, I'm not saying they hell. don't. And if well, you look not, at, you say you looked on the internet, you go look on the internet at, around but, the rural, and you see black but, women over in Africa with hair just as long as theirs, black and gorgeous. You don't know the difference one with a weave and without Maid, I, I know what I'm saying is I'm not arguing that point with you. Okay, right. you just I mean, you said the white women got nappy hair. I know. I, they smell funny. I don't like those <laughs> things. I'm not, just, hey, me... I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just telling you me as the, the type of man I am, I don't see any use in that stuff. I never have. I don't date women like that. It reminds me of a white woman, so I never dated a woman with weed. It's just that I've seen that stuff. I've seen what it do to their hair. I, I see they, you know, a black man and a black woman have more power than you can imagine when they're together. That's why they continue to separate us in a way, and they give. And and, and the black women, when they pay for this weed, okay, they are paying. They are building homes for the Chinese. They are doing all this stuff for the Chinese. You see. They're not doing anything for themselves, okay, just like over in Africa. The Chinese men are over there marrying the black women over there. This stuff is crazy. Mm. Yep, you're right, JC. And, uh, hey, I give you your props because you said that. I'm with you, brother. You know, I'm with you. Give me a woman with a natural hair do any day. I'm happy with that. <laughs> yes, I am. All right, y'all. So we got 20 minutes left. And um, you know what that means, time for last words. Yes, sir, buddy. And, um, hey, we're going to start with J.C. I mean, I'm sorry, we're going to start with Wesley. But Wesley had a lot he didn't get out. So you have the floor, Mr. Wesley. Yeah, yeah, I just want to speak to the women, man. I'm the type of man, I care more about what's in a woman's head between her heels than what's on top of her head, okay? And, Renee, you should be doing some clothes. It's all about cerebral intercourse. With between her left ear and her right ear. I give down what's more on top of her head. If she ain't got nothing in her head, then I don't want to fool with her. Peace and blessing. 
All right. Thank you, Wesley. Always. <laughs> Always. Nothing but knowledge, man. Nothing but knowledge. <laughs> All right. We gonna uh, let's go ahead, Miss. You have one, ma'am. Yes, I would say when it comes to people's hair, and find you a woman so you can just like her hair and leave other women's hair alone, because she can do. She, is, I mean, it's just like the sculpture. It's just like something that she's created with her hair and her head and her clothes and her shoes. And when you step in her way, you're in trouble. So if you don't like the way people, people don't like the way they dress back then, they don't like the way kids dress now, and later on they won't like the way the other ones dress, probably years from now. But uh, if we go back and look, and go back and look into, get on a computer and go look at the different heads of hair and the different styles of hair of the African people, and you will find one you like in there. One might be long, one might be short, one might be nappy, one might be all kind of ways or curly. But still, it's it's within our family you got all kind of hair. So we just learn to accept it and love it, whichever way it comes. And that's all I got to say. All right. Yeah, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll see stuff. JC. You you muted me. Talk. <laughs> I muted everybody. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I, you know, I know you saying uh, Renee for last and all that good stuff. You know, I think I'm in love with her. But anyway, look, man. This is what we got, all right? Uh, it, 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 it's, it's nothing wrong, you know, with, I mean, it, it's, it's nothing wrong with someone liking what they like, okay? All right? But it, it, it just amazes me, you know, that you can pay for something that's not yours, even though you say it's yours after you pay for it, but you're 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 also building up another country and you're building up other families and you're breaking your own down because these days sometimes you know when you look at certain things like this or that person who did the new orange is black i thought that was a woman when i first clicked on that one time found out it was a transsexual i cannot tell sometimes with the sisters and these men now because all this stuff that's coming out now, these transsexuals that are uh, getting into relationships and stuff with black men and these women who are becoming men getting in relationships with these women, is confusing, man. That's some crazy stuff going on. And my love for black women is always going to be 100. I've never dated outside of my race, never will, until the day that I die. Okay, I understand what everybody say, but it's not a, a it's not a thing of a, a, a black man just attacking black women. Okay, it's just that if we have a, an opinion or we have an outlook on something, then just like a woman, you know, or not like a woman, we're gonna make an opinion too. And and the internet has actually opened up a lot of doors for us to have a voice because. During the years, and you know, Mr. Talk to these Oprahs and the View and all this stuff, men bashers, that's all they do. They All they do is just man bash all day, no matter what. You don't see men, it shows up there with men sitting at a table, drinking out of an empty mug, talking about nothing. You know, talk about nothing. You don't see them up there talking about women, this, that, and the other. But now that they have this open thing on the Internet now, they are saying what they want to say, and I think that a lot of sisters out there are realizing you're going to have those that's going to push back. Okay, so that's fine, but in the end, I promise you, 
I promise you, two years from now, they gonna, I don't care how much college they get. They're going to reap what they sow because in, in Ezekiel, God basically promises that the, the sister and her sister that went out to be a whore for the soldiers, they turned them, the soldiers, into their enemies. And that's exactly what's happening. Those men are beginning to be the women's enemies. And they don't realize that they think they're going to be tough and this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, just like this, uh, equal um, right where they go, and they have to sign up for the draft now. Um, um, they have to register, okay? They don't understand. It's going to roll around. They can stay brave and stay confident as long as they want, but they're going to reap what they, they sow. And also, I want to say this, too. Um, I'm going to be uh, asking you to come on my show and stuff like that, too, man, if you don't mind. Oh, man. Okay, because mine is going to be open. It's going to be a gut buster, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's all, all right. I have to say on that, man. All <laughs> you right. have a good weekend, man. Man, you too. All you right. too, Renee. Uh, Take it easy. Bye. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, last but not least, Renee, and they need to talk some business. You know what I'm talking about. But go ahead. You have the floor. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's my only thing. You know, I, I absolutely understand um, where black men are coming from with the whole, you know, with the weave and everything. I, I absolutely understand. That's my only thing, though, is um, in such a negative way. Why is it? Why is it that? Because we are conditioned. Absolutely, you know, I agree with the the man who was saying that. Um, we are conditioned. So if we are conditioned and we know these things, we know that. We've all come up kind of like that. We know that historically we've, you know, or generationally rather, you know, we've been taught the good hair versus nappy hair versus this, that, and the other. So then why why isn't it now more of an effort to love black women into their natural hair? Or why isn't it more of an effort to promote the sisters who are wearing natural hair versus steady jumping on and talking about the weave thing? Like let's promote because because the truth is the natural hair movement is like out of this world. You go on YouTube, you see all these tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of young beautiful sisters showing you how to do different styles with your hair, how to do twist styles, how to do this that, and the other with your hair, how to properly take care of it and maintain it. And it's a beautiful thing. You will see those videos have millions and millions and millions and millions of hits, and they have tons of subscribers to that. So it's tons of black, young black women. Like my nieces, they have no relaxers or anything in their hair. They, they never have. They don't want it. All of their friends in school, they all have natural hair. So why not promote that? Let's pump that up. Let's talk about that. So let you know what I'm saying. Let that we, the weave is dying. I know y'all don't. Some of y'all don't want to believe it, but the weave is dying. And so let's let it die. Let's let's pick up and, and pump up our young black women who are wearing their natural hair. Some who are wearing locks. Some who are wearing many different styles. So, um, and then the other thing is that, you know, we we've got to be willing to be compassionate to one another. Because we both know that we we are sick, <laughs> the black man and the black woman. So this whole idea of finger pointing back and forth is ridiculous to me. That's why I say sometimes we need to be reminded where all of these things stem from. Because now when you have such a, 
because of the attacks on black women. Here I'm like, do you think black women just started doing this weed thing just because? Or do you think that it goes back? We also have to bring in the elements to be accepted in, in um, mainstream society, in the work world, to be accepted in corporate America and things of that nature. For many, for many years, they had policies against a lot of natural styles. Black women wore relaxers. They wore wigs and weaves and things like that to try to be more acceptable, to make an income, to provide for themselves and their families. Right, so we know all of this stuff runs deeper. So to get in on the bandwagon at the end of the, at the way down at the end of the line, and then try to talk about black women like a dog after we've been conditioned for hundreds of years to hate our hair and that our hair is nappy and bad, I think that's wrong. And I'll leave it at that. Great conversation. Love you, Mr. Talk, and peace. Everybody have a nice weekend. All right, thank you, and love you also, Renee. And you know what? Uh, since we we got on the weave thing here, do you realize white women have been wearing weave a whole lot longer than black women? <laughs> yes, sir, buddy. But see, that's something you'll never know. You never know. So yeah, but hey, give me a woman with natural hair anytime. I'm, I'm with that. Um, man, what a great show! What a great show! I really enjoyed it. Um, Tuesday, next Tuesday, y'all, Hey, since we were on the Black Panthers, on PBS, we'll be showing the Black Panthers, Vanguard of the Revolution. And I think it'd be very interesting for us to watch that. I'll remind you again Monday. And we'll, we'll have a conversation on it Friday. Yeah, that sounds like a good, 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 good thing. So put it on your calendars now, all right? You got to check your local PBS channels to see what time it comes on in your neck of the woods, okay? But great show, outstanding. I, I, there's really no more I have to say. And it's not. It's simple. It's simple. Just keep educating ourselves, man. Stop letting other people educate us. Stop letting other people um, control the dialogue that we. We should be having, you know, it's, it's too easy. It's too easy. We can control all this. We have the we have the manpower. We have the mental ability. We just got to get out there and do it. It's too easy. But the question is, will we? All right. So once again, great show. I want to thank everybody who dropped by. It's been fun. Um, I'll be updating the website this weekend, EricLessTalk.com. Um, also, you know, there's the Facebook page, EricLessTalk. At Facebook.com, um, email, you can email me anytime. Hey, I'll let you know if I'm doing a show or not. And, hey, we'll be here. If nothing stops us Monday, we'll be here, okay? All right, so once again, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself because you can laugh at yourself, man. Everything else is gravy. All right, so. Until Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. We're leaving you out here with some Michael McDonald and no mountain high enough. I'll see y'all Monday, man. Enjoy your weekend. I'm out. <laughs>